Hey, it looks like uh, verdict's in. Verdict's in. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I was just uh, count just one, count two, count, count one, three, guilty. Count guilty. You, you motherfucker. Oh, it's shit. a new day. <laughs> 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 Woo. Oh, and dude, I'm, on, on, on 420, no less. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Light Roast. We're coming to you on our 10th episode. It's once again Tuesday. It's 420 as the time of us recording this. Uh, you're probably not going to see it until Friday unless you're here with us. In the Zoom chat, if you're here with us watching on Zoom, thank you very much. Please make sure to tip us. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe. I should introduce myself as I always do. I'm Damian Turner. I'm Jason Jones. <laughs> hey, up? there he is. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to pu- trying to produce the show over here. I'm like pushing buttons and making sure everything's right. looking good. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the, yep. Yep, there's the Zoom delay, and then there's the then there's the the the, the person delay. They're the doing too much stuff delay. Yep. Jason, yep. what's going on, man? Oh, not too much. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm uh, uh, I don't know. I'm ready for some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've already got mine in my yeah. in my big yeah. Christmas mug. I had considered. Is, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna. I was gonna add that it's you know if, if anybody who knows me knows it's very strange for me to have of all things a Christmas mug. I'm not a particularly Christmassy person. Christmas um, in July kind of guy. No, not at all. I'm not a Christmas <laughs> in December kind of guy. I'm right just on. like, eh. I you know for me it's a fam- family fun and food day. That's yeah. what it is for me. Nice. It's day, nice. day off, hang out with some family, eat some food. Yeah. To some kids, you know. Yeah, yeah uh, I feel but that. last time we did family food fun day. Yeah, uh, we went all we uh, Coco and I, my partner, uh, mm-hmm. went to my older brother's house, my older brother Tino, sub Tino, and Tino, um, he uh, they they bought us each. They, they they to be fair, they had asked me. They're like, "What is Coco like?" And I was like, "That's such a difficult question for you know what I mean." I'm like. Sure. You know, uh, I was like, let me, they're like, did you like, like Bed Bath and Beyond stuff? And I'm like, mm. <laughs> you know, the like, you know, like, classic, like lady gifts. Said. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's not her really exactly. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah. I just kind of never got back to them. So they were like, well, you never told us what you wanted. So we hope she likes coffee. And they like got her, her like travel cup that she has now. And then they got us these. And oh. uh, these are the only mugs we drink out of anymore. We just wash and reuse these that's over awesome. and over again because they're awesome. giant. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, that's right. We drink size. a lot that's of a coffee. double dose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll use the smaller ones on purpose sometimes because, uh, in fact, if I'm really trying to moderate my uh, my coffee intake for the day, I'll put it in my thermos and then I'll just like pour a little bit out at a time in a smaller cup. And, right. uh, and, but if I'm really like needing a full dose, I'll fill up one big mug and, and that's what I'm having. I'm going to drink the whole thing before it gets too, too cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is where this one's getting now, but it's also almost done, which is why I filled my thermos. Oh, the trusty thermos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. So, okay. So we're, we're already on, we're already on coffee. Um, what do you, what do you got going on coffee wise today? Oh man. Um, Oh, shit, I didn't grab the bag. Uh, we're, but it's the espresso nine. I'm uh, I'm still drinking some of the espresso nine from uh, from Rev. 
I'm actually nice. um yeah 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 yeah. I think I've got some um some more beans coming either uh, this evening or tomorrow. I'm not sure. Okay. Cool. But, yeah. I've got to I've got to jump yeah. on and uh, order some more some more cool stuff from some of the some of these wild roasters out there something new for us yeah i'm i'm really i'm really looking forward to uh, experimenting with some new stuff you know i really love rev coffee and um it's nice to have like a local connection but man there's there's a lot of roasters out there there's a lot oh yeah people getting coffee from everywhere yeah yeah i mean you know it's one of those that's one of those um one of those commodities that Mm -hmm. Cultures figured out they liked, and then uh, Europeans were like, uh, "We'll kill you. Give give us that." Right. And right. Then uh, right. They were like, "We'll sell you some of it," and they were like, "Sure." And then they took it, and or we can take some. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah. or we can just take it. Right. We can also just take it. You um, know, I think they. Here, I think they do is- buy it at first. I think you do buy it at first, and you kind of make them feel like that you, yeah. they can trust you, and then you hamstring them. I think that's how it plays out. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 You give you give them the land first, and then you then you take it back. Then you, you yeah. Actually, right. Right. Mm. We decided we're gonna keep it. You yeah. know, it's just mm. we just we like it a lot. <laughs> we're just gonna. <laughs> yeah. The espresso nine uh, is a mix of the uh, Ethiopia Kambada, the Guatemala, and the Brazil Cerrado. All very very much colonized regions. I'm pretty sure by the British. Yeah, Maybe I mean, not. I'm saying, if we, you know, <laughs> I mean, we could really, we could very quickly just ruin all future coffee Spanish. experiences for ourselves <laughs> if we follow this train, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Right. Anywhere. I mean, I'm, well, that's okay. That's the cool thing about like some of these, like the, those couple of uh, of uh, United States roasters that we did. That was cool. Dude, that's what was cool about the Gucci they set the bar that's pretty high. That was good. I was impressed by Onyx and then Gucci Mane came in and I was like, I oh, don't know, bro. Gucci Mane kind of took it. And it Gucci was one was of good. the best cups of coffee I've ever had. Yep. Um, yep. And that's saying something for me being that it, that it was black and I've only drinking it black, drinking it black. It was um, nice. That was impressive. Yeah. yeah. That was impressive. That was that fun. Was, that was cool. And uh, Onyx seemed to be hmm. doing a good job. It seemed like a lot of their stuff was globally. So yeah, right. All from the same place. They said that they like, they grew everything in one place. Right. Um, which is yeah, what was, super, what was super, the, super the cool. town? Arkansas. Right? Ar- Ar- yeah, um, yeah. But there was a city there. Forget where town. in Arkansas. But something it was somewhere town. In Arkansas. Something I'm not gonna remember the name of a town in Arkansas. <laughs> I, bar- I I barely want to remember half the names of towns close to us in Georgia. I don't want to know. Right. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so real quick, I'm I'm drinking. Uh, if anybody remembers a couple weeks ago, last time we did a Zoom show, actually, the when we did a show uh, with Herb. With Herb. Uh, Herb, what's up, buddy? By the way, I'm sorry I haven't put out any clips of your episode yet. It's not because I've like selectively skipped yours. I just I got backlogged right at that time with some extra stuff I was doing, and they're they're coming. I'm gonna put some clips out of that episode because it was a great episode, and there's some really cool stuff in there. Um, but on yeah. that episode, I was I was showing this this bag of coffee that we we had purchased for us uh, by either Amazon or Instacart. I'm not sure which one, <laughs> but uh, we ordered uh, vanilla creamer and instead they bought vanilla coffee <laughs> from some ah, crap brand that we right. don't like. So uh, I'm drinking that crap right now. Hmm. Vanilla's, you know, mm. I, uh, you mediocre. Know, 
so I, I'm going to be the, I'm not going to be the first to say, but I, I, I feel very passionately about what I'm about to say. And that's when it comes to the flavor vanilla, people think it's like, you know, you always hear plain old vanilla, right? Plain old vanilla. Ah, it's just, just vanilla. Oh my God. Do you know how complex of a fucking flavor vanilla is? Like it is so complex. It's very, very rich and complex. And it's one of the most expensive, like buy the pound things that you can buy because it's so fucking like not available everywhere on the planet. Anyway, yeah. it's uh, it's quite an amazing flavor. And uh, I love vanilla. So I haven't really done a lot oh, of like vanilla coffee stuff unless it's been like specifically like a dessert kind of beverage, which I, I really do love from time to time. So. Yeah, like a sure, vanilla, yeah. like a vanilla, like a vanilla ice cream with like that with some coffee mixed in is like fucking awesome. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, you know, you get you get that sense about vanilla too when you have not American vanilla. Yeah, there's uh, you a have French so vanilla. Or, there's varieties or of vanilla, Mexican yeah. vanilla, which right. I did not even know was a thing. I mean, I'm sure you know. I'm like, yeah. not that I live vanilla in Mexico, no, right, but right, right. <laughs> I didn't realize right. that like they had their own like specialty, like vanilla bean vanilla. Wow, uh, okay. And uh, there's there's a there's this Mexican ice cream place um, up in like Norcross air Norcross mm-hmm. Duluth area mm-hmm. where I used to live before before this place. And my roommate took me out there one day, and oh my god, the Mexican yes. vanilla was like, yes. oh my, it was complicated and yes. textured, and yes. but I think when people say say vanilla in that in that sense in that context, what they mean is is American mass manufactured right. vanilla, which is not vanilla. Right. It's a chemical compound that's supposed to taste similar to vanilla, but exactly. it's you know it's just sweet. With a yeah, fake. I it's think, like uh, mm-hmm. what's the other one? That's a that's a that's a big one. There's another big like manufactured flavor that's like mostly what people taste instead of the real thing, and it sucks. And I forget grape, what it is. Grape is one uh, that I always grape grew up just one. Hating. Like bananas, another one where it's like that really doesn't taste like a banana. Oh, fake bananas! Banana. The like <laughs> banana, like banana starburst is like yeah. the most disgusting shit on yeah. the planet. It's you know that awful. one's that one that one's pretty bad. It's not as bad as like um. The yellow Laffy Taffy. That one's just like, oh, oh like what a horrible imitation never, of a banana. Uh, <laughs> like, come on, there's got to be a way to like get the banana flavor. It's like already sweet and kind of soft and pasty already. Like you can make yeah. smoothies out. Anyway, I can't believe we can't like make that flavor more cheaply, you know, <laughs> in candy. I mean, well, here's the, <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's the thing, right? It's like, you know why are we in the business of of making cheap knockoff flavors like no cut that out yeah it's repackaged you know, sugar give me the though. thing or, yeah yeah right yeah like yep. just yeah give me the thing or don't like mm-hmm. that's that's what i would rather so and that's how that's how i feel about this this fake vanilla fake yeah. coffee uh okay you don't feel like the vanilla is like really good you think it's like mainstream vanilla no oh, no yeah. it's yeah it's absolutely someone like it's not vanilla extract. Got you know it. what I mean? It's a. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely not like like some of the Rev stuff that you've sh- that you've that you've given me, where there's like, you know, or I don't even know if that was Rev stuff, but some of the stuff that you've it's like blueberries, like in blueberry, you know, right. flavor like in the bean yes. from like how they grow it, <laughs> or yes, how they exa- grow it. 
how they grew it. Now, this one's... I like that. This one, someone took a dropper of, you know, chemical extract and just like... Right, right, right. Poured it all over the fucking bean. Right. After they roasted them. That's great. (laughs) I'm guessing. I don't Mm -hmm, know that. mm -hmm. I don't know that. Watch me find out. Oh, real vanilla extract. And I'm like, you know, (laughs) shitting on this coffee brand. At least I didn't see if, uh, right, right. We might have been, we might be so used to, we, 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 we actually think like the worst vanilla is, is actually really great. And then we taste real vanilla and it's like horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I know I like, I I know I like real vanilla. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm just. I'm. I'm actually speaking not maybe me you personally, and maybe just kind of like where oh Americans God. are as a whole with our sugar and oh yeah, like we just oh we don't like the real yeah we don't like the real flavor of anything right nothing right exactly Americans are like pickiest <laughs> eaters I've ever met like, what no, I don't like yeah what vegetables mm. let me grab my uh, my kettle and I'm gonna brew some coffee while we're chatting all right do your thing uh usually. Right now is when I would read the back of a coffee bag. Uh, I do not have a coffee bag in front of me to read. And uh, the coffee that Jason is preparing for himself is uh, the same coffee whose bag I read last week. So, um, and so I'm saying that I said so, like I had something following so, but I, I don't. I know I said it very regally. I was like, and so... Therefore, I will. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. What is there to talk about? I got. Um, I got some shows coming up. I'm gonna be uh, doing a show in Johns Creek oh, on yeah. the 14th of May, um, which uh, you know, after the experience I had in Billerica. Yeah, a couple yeah, of weeks ago, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little hesitant about, but I'm gonna go. It's um, a little different on the up like that, like on the north side though. Johns Creek is still, like, like Alpharetta Johns Creek, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah, far we, enough outside yeah, the city kinda, where it's like you got to be careful. I get, it. I, I completely uh, I mean, understand your hesitation. <laughs> It's just the rich Villarica. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's okay. Just, all right. You know, yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 They're but, just as racist and just as dangerous, but they're they're a little more they're a little less uncouth about it. They're uh, they they got a little more cloak and dagger. They'll smile I, and grit their lips. I, I know places uncouth. like John, like Johns Creek word. and Alpharetta. Yeah, I, I yeah. rarely use it, but it felt like it fit this time. Um, yeah. John's Creek. No, I grew up. I grew up in a place very much like John's Creek, and and I know those people. I know their games, um, and I've definitely, you know, I've had some of those played <laughs> on me in in, in uh, Alpharetta. There, yeah. So you know, we'll we'll see. If any, if 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 anything, a place like like Alpharetta or John's Creek is almost a little bit more threatening because they have money and property they want to protect out there. And uh, yeah, that's, let me tell you, folks it's are, a little more wealthy up there. I mean, isn't there an edge? <laughs> isn't, isn't there an edge that's like kind of touching um, North Fulton? I mean, isn't isn't it kind of like North Fulton a little bit? I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. What what county is it? Do you know? Well, probably the su- probably the southern edge is probably touching North Fulton County. I would yeah, that's, bet. Uh, yeah, but that's that's all. That can all that that is, can make a difference. That's, like, that's, that's all I can say. It can make a little bit of a difference if you're still in Fulton County. But once you once you get outside Fulton County, you're like up yeah, north that far. Def- oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, they're Cobb mm. County up there. Same 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 as y'all. Um, mm. Yeah, because it's like northwest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, which? Um, where? Where? Where is Alpharetta? your show? Yeah, Alpharetta. Yeah, it's, that's. I'm forgetting. Okay. Well, I'm in Johns Creek, but like right yeah. all over in that. All over right, there, right, 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 right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where they. That's where they have stuff to to protect out there. Sure. <laughs> I, yeah, know. I get it. Well, folks will be will be quick <laughs> to just, you know. You're like, I'm sitting at a stoplight. And they're like, get off my property. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's not your property. It's the main street. I own everything around here. <laughs> they, right. You know, this is my town. <laughs> and that's, that's, that sounds like I'm just like <laughs> making up an extreme scenario. No, that's a real story. It was in Florida, but it's a real story. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like on the street lost, trying to figure out where I am. This guy comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you don't belong here i'm like i'm just trying to look at my map quest sir he's like do i need to get my shotgun i'm like are you threatening me he's like damn right i'm threatening you i'm like okay yeah and then he, yeah he got a shotgun and yep. i left quick <laughs> and i found a police yeah. officer i was like hey this guy down the street he just like came out threatening me with a shotgun he was like yeah yeah you shouldn't have done that <laughs> yeah that's and that was it that was it that was the whole that's, thing. that's larry <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much Yep, that's all. That my first name. <laughs> Pro- probably. He left the bar yeah, about two hours ago. You know. <laughs> I'm glad he's home. <laughs> Cops like. <laughs> so, so speaking of speaking of racists, uh, yeah, let's just and you know what's funny is Which like one? three of the stories I'm looking at. I know, <laughs> right? Do you want to start with your racist story, or should I start with one of my racist stories? Oh, man. All I know is that they tried to start a... Fuck, I need to just look up the name of it. I'm right in the middle of brewing coffee. I'll figure out the name of it. You brew brew coffee. Marjorie Taylor Greene's fucking shenanigans that they've walked back and all that shit. Yeah. They're gonna keep. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna keep the white heritage alive. Is their the name of their game? <laughs> so let's <laughs> whatever yeah, that means. Look, look this up. Taylor Green. Yep. Party. Uh no, it's like they're trying to start a coalition or like a. Uh, they're trying to start a. Um, I don't know. They're like trying to make a group official, you know, and that they're trying to like have things they're gonna fight for and stand up for. American traditions. I don't Anglo- see Anglo-Saxon any of it. Tradition. I know. Oh, is it this? Uh... Wait, what's that? Oh, something about tradition. Jewish Battleground Coalition? No, that's people against her. Mm-mm. Coalition of Tech, Civil Rights, and Gun... No, mm-mm. She didn't like any of them things. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't find anything on it. Coalition of Representatives announced they will try... Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene, an unholy Trumpian... The America Alliance. First Caucus. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to start a caucus. Oh! Start the America First Caucus. And we've seen the America First for a long time. They've been around since, like, 
the early days of the Ku Klux Klan and, um, you know, that the Klan is, there's some old really? photos of the Klan marching with America First flags. And when they storm the Capitol, they're still flying the America First flags everywhere. It's just like the, it's the Patriot stuff. It's all the, it's all the, we're real Americans because we're Patriots and we can, we can do whatever as long as it's in the name of patriotism. And they're taking her jobs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't that. know the America First thing had been around that long. Yeah, um, some I found some uh, some, some like, people posting some photos of some old ones. I mean, they could have been photoshopped. I give it that, but like mm, some of these were showing up too often. <laughs> but it's 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 known well, rhetoric. It's known like Nazi rhetoric too. Well, yeah. Oh, and did you hear about this? Apparently, now I just saw. Just to be clear and fair and all that stuff here, I just saw fair and balanced this. Movie. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> you gotta be fair and balanced. <clears throat> oh, balanced right now. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, if my haircut tells you anything about me as a person, it's that I'm not balanced. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm off balance. Mm. <laughs> it's heavy on one side. Um, Here I am with my symmetry. No, uh, so, but so I saw, I saw a, uh, I saw a. Uh, a vice story. I, mean, I didn't actually watch the story. I just saw it pop up mm-hmm. on, my, on my YouTube. Apparently, Germany's uh, alt right and uh, fascist movement is rapidly growing. Definitely. Uh, oh, that's isn't that great news? Definitely. Don't you just feel comforted? Yeah. Right um, around the time that we were uh, that we were marching for um, you know racial justice this last summer, uh, Germany was um, they their right wing populist crowd was was marching in in opposition of mask wearing and lockdowns and all that i mean they really did the same thing that like you know trump supporters did here i mean they, basically they're you know the the trump movement was worldwide i mean it it, it fueled a, a lot of people that yeah. you know are dealing with, or that are you know that are feeling that way um in a lot of other places too so yeah it's well, manifested it's like, in a lot of other places yeah I think about it this way, right? Uh, because that still that still seems to be a difficult concept for a lot of people to to, to grasp is just how yeah. widespread Trump's popularity still is, and how many people he right. really connects to. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I look at it this way: I, you know, I knew, not even thought, I knew that Trump sure. was going to win the 2016 election um, when I was touring that spring it was like late spring end of may like last two weeks of may first week and a half of june sure uh and you know we're going through i mean we did the the east coast through the midwest so as far west as we went was minneapolis actually which uh you know let's just say i wasn't surprised about any of the stuff that happened slash is still happening in Minneapolis after being in Minneapolis. Right. I was like, Oh, they're just rednecks with a Canadian accent. Like, all right. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Like yeah. to where like <laughs> we were recommended to go like try out this burger place. There's this, there's this burger in, in Minneapolis called the, the Lucy goosey or something like that. Or oh the, gosh. Something loose, some, some shit. And I think we were talking about this. It's the most, what, the most disgusting burger I've ever had in my, in my life. There, the what's supposed to be great about this burger is that it's filled with with like hot liquefied cheese, but the way they're able to do that <laughs> is they take the like already ground beef and like cook it and then mince it 
uh-huh. and then uh-huh. like and then like put it back into a patty and like you know pump it full of fucking cheese and then fry the outside of it again so it's oh, just compl- it's like gray d meat it's you know it's it's like oh my god yeah it's like lunch it's like school Gross. lunch meat from the 80s it's like you know taco bell meat and uh mm. and like just no there's no flavor in it it's comp- all the right. flavor is completely just, out of it it's salted just, to hell calories and, and the yeah. cheese is so hot that as soon as you bite into it it just squirts all over you burns your skin it's, burns your it's mouth. not a pleasant Aww. it is not a pleasant experience but so you know the singer of the band that we were in was like you got you guys got to have have this burger we got to go to this place we got to go to this place that's supposed to be the legendary place this is where they had this had this food right sure and we go in there and the people working in the restaurant didn't want to let me sit down really because they said they had regulars there that would and like and granted me and my 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 uh the people I was with me and my band we walked in right after the other band that we were touring with, God Module, they had sat down and uh, we're like, hey, we're here with these people. Can we sit down with them at their table? And they were like, oh, yeah, um, we'll see. The thing is, we've got regulars here and um, we got to seat them first. And, and I'm like, OK, so can we but then once you seat them, can we sit with them? Oh, yeah, we don't really let people do that. And our regulars would be upset if we let you sit at the table. I'm like what so uh, you know but to the to the credit of god module they wrote they wrote a yelp review on this place when we left and they were like yeah and they wouldn't let our wouldn't let us sit together why because one of us was black is that is that what's going on <laughs> one of our members was black <laughs> I'm like roasted him for like a page wow um, but oh yeah that was that was minneapolis right right so that's to tell you something about minneapolis oh, uh yeah. oh yeah and oh, yeah. uh you know that was just that was just trying to get a burger and i'm telling you it was like a whole the woman trying to, the woman screening against us, trying to keep us from getting to our seats, looked scared of how the people there would react if she let me sit down at a table. They forced me to sit at the bar by myself. <laughs> so it was unreal. But you walked in with like unreal. other members of the band? Or? So there was, there was the band that we were touring with that, yeah. was, that was two members. Right. They're already there sitting together, right? Yeah, it actually, yeah. it was more. It was it was two members and their roadies. So there's three of them. They're all sitting together. Yeah, yeah. Our band walks in. There's three of us, right? Yeah. yeah. They made us all sit in different places. Like, what? and I don't. It was it was wow. fucking weird. Like, wow. they, our band walked right. The other band walked right in. Got a table. Two white wow. guys. We walk in. Oh, you're sitting at the bar over here. He's got to be over there. He can go sit at the table with them. Uh, it was, it was fucking crazy, man. I'm sorry about that. It was clear. It was clear what it was about. Right. You know, they, they, and they were telling me, Hey, our regulars need to feel like they have preference over you specifically. And that means you don't get to sit at a table with people you came with. Um, but so any, anyway, I bring that up to say that, you know, that was as far West as we, as we went and, you know, we did, I mean, we did everywhere from, we went, we started in, in Orlando, we went all the way up to Rhode Island, we went all the way across the Midwest, Detroit, Chicago, all the, you know, all those cities, right? Cincinnati, yeah. um, Cleveland, all that stuff. It was during that tour that I was like, oh, Trump's going to win. Because everywhere yeah. Yeah. that we were in this country, right. that was not certain parts of coastal cities mm-hmm. 
certain parts of major metropolitan cities. Everywhere else yes. was Trump territory. I mean, giant Trump billboards. We walked and we stopped at a trust truck stop where they had the 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 key rack was branded Just, Trump. Oh my god! Like wow. and was giant, way bigger than a key rack has to be. Right, 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 right. You right. know, yeah. um, sitting right there, and I mean, and people <laughs> just looking at me everywhere we went. People looking at me like I murdered their baby, you know, just for <laughs> just for being there. And I'm, you know, and of course I'm doing my hello, nice to. I just would like to use your restroom, please, if that's okay. And that just makes them matter, you know. <laughs> Speak eloquently and clearly, and 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 uh, you know, you don't feel oh, there. Yeah. there oh, yeah what you're supposed to do makes them oh angry. yeah you're supposed to fulfill uh, all their all their wildest dreams you know <laughs> right right yeah all their wild yeah all their all their wildest <laughs> racist dreams yep. but so i say that to say like i realize like oh this is most of america like you might be able to split it up almost half and half per capita like by person to person but it's in terms of like the space that america occupies and like the people that occupy that space, the vast majority of it are people who don't want the rest of us here. They do not believe in any of our politics. They believe we're bad, awful people. They right. think we are right. godless and pro, you know, communism and child sex slavery and whatever else. And they they firmly, truly believe that and their worlds are pretty, pretty locked in and closed in and, and sealed off. And and they just like I said, they were most of the country. I'm going. Right. Oh, this is this is right. this is the U.S. People right. and liberals in cities don't realize that. Yo, we're we are essentially guests in another country, in someone else's country, and that's how they feel about it. We let you live here. Yeah, I mean the, the numbers. And, yeah, the and numbers. While we do, yeah. you have the nerve to try to change laws and make things harder <laughs> for us, and and right. you know right. require us to change when it's yeah. our country. And I'm telling you, it is. It's the so, country. So uh, that's exactly so, what so Marjorie Taylor Greene's Europe. thing is. Is exactly what they're trying to preserve. Sure. Is exactly like all of that. Yeah. They but even so went so far as to say Europe. they're trying to preserve, Just like, they're trying to preserve yeah. traditional architecture, like the art and architecture, as if it's, you know, <laughs> like, like, well, we know what that's uh, code for. Um, what, what are you, what is that? Monuments. Monuments, um, racist imagery. Monuments and just buildings that are looking like and are traditionally, like, very, you know, white European looking basically they mean specifically like i'm gonna I'm, i mean i'm guessing of course but there that's gonna be Big white pillars that's gonna be yeah. things like well so now you're well like white pillars and stuff like that you're getting into like roman architecture right which, i mean but it, which yeah, don't get me co-opted. wrong that's, i'm sure that's i'm sure that's included and plus it's been part Definitely of the narrative included. for you know forever now mm-hmm. that uh that 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 buildings are more important than lives. Yeah, we know those black oh, people sure. are being killed, but but when they yeah. but when they demonstrate, they yeah. kind of scuff the outside of our buildings, and and we got to kill them for that because that's right. that's right. You know that's that's unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But what I think, and, and and certainly, and this depends on you know how deep you go into this type of stuff. Now, I think you know I suspect that these people that get close into these groups and things like that. Uh, are you know inducted in one way or another to a certain 
school of knowledge, whether or not that's, you know, just hmm. politics or has to do with other stuff. And well, and that's and that's backed by like, I don't know if you ever saw the Netflix documentary, I think it's called The Family. Um, they're the people who are responsible for the, the, the like Christian, the Christian dinner or whatever, the Christian breakfast, whatever the, whatever the hell that is they do, <laughs> they do sure. the, the, the Christian luncheon. It's this, I didn't really know about it either, but either, but it's a thing they do with every single president since they started. Now, none uh, of these people okay, are okay, in government, okay, okay. right? None of these mm-hmm. people are in government, but they have tremendous influence and sway over government officials and they use religion to do it but when they sure, looked into course. this that's, group, that's the whole their version of connection <laughs> sure but they, yeah. but this their version of christianity is pretty whacked out don't get me wrong i kind of think christianity is pretty whacked out in the first place um yeah, i think not that i'm true. knocking you if you are a practicing christian everybody believes what they believes i believe what i believe my belief is that christianity is kind of whacked out uh <laughs> Especially because they want me to worship a white Jesus, and I'm just not down with that shit. Uh, any any religion that has to put you in an Iron Maiden to get you to believe it is suspect to me. You must not really believe in it that much. Um, that being said, their version of Christianity was pretty far askew from what we know to be modern westernized Christianity. Uh, there were definitely some real culty elements in there. There was some weird sex stuff going on in there. There were uh, coercion tactics and brainwashing and all the markings of a cult. But on top of that, they also hold this tremendous sway and influence in government. And they are still doing these Christian luncheon dinner with parent-teacher night, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, <laughs> um, and But they were talking about how when people become part of this group, they're kind of inducted into this new way of reading the scripture, this new way of understanding the religion, this new way. And it's kind of esoteric. It's kind of occultish a- 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 almost. As much as it's cultish, it's kind of occultish. Bring that up to say that all of that stuff, all of those, all of that Roman architecture stuff, pillars, archways, um, keystones, all Mm -hmm. that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. All has deep, deep religious and occult significance. So I'm sure that's in there too. Um, But what I bet she's referring to, because remember, everything with these people is coded. All their language is coded. Uh, art and architecture. Why is art included? Do they give a shit about art? No, they don't give a shit about art. In fact, in fact, they they universally pan artists unless they are uh, unless they are parroting their narrative. That's why they all love Garth Brooks because just oh, just talking about oh, being God. a white guy and got family <laughs> in my truck and like to drink beer and play guitar and right. don't give a fuck and you know. Uh, hi, that's what don't talk about nothing meaningful. That's we love that. Um, so that, yeah, they pan and, and slam artists all the time, even when they're on, even when they're on their side, even mm-hmm. conservative artists, they pan and slam them too. Uh, mm-hmm. if they don't, if they don't acquiesce, you know, just like the left does. Um, <laughs> so I doubt that it, that has anything to do with art, but you could classify a sculptor as a piece of art. You could classify a flag as a piece of art. You could classify a symbol as a piece of art, right? Um, architecture. You could classify certain government buildings with sure. certain symbols on them as sure. art and architecture. So I believe sure. that's what's what that's about. Same thing with like antebellum style buildings in the South. You know, black folks are ready to take a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. down because even just that style of architecture reminds us yeah. of yeah. – of abuse and of mm-hmm. terror 
Um, I was right. joking about it. And that, at that place I was at Villa Rica, I said it about this building, this old kind of hollowed out building that you could tell wasn't being used for anything, yeah. but they wanted to stay there. Right. Why do they want it to stay there? Cause it reminds them of a simpler time when yeah. my folks owned everything and we could just yeah. treat them Negroes how we want. So I've, um, I've so been I'm, torn I'm, about this. I'm I've grown up in the South and I really have gone through a period of time in my life where I fucking hated that architecture. I'm just like, Oh, I hate all that shit. I don't want to do, I don't. I don't and, and then, then, you know, uh, you know, I, I actually like, like, I like to go for rides and just like check out like neighborhoods and like houses and see like, you know, what things look like and yeah, landscaping. Yeah. I love that stuff. And, um, so I know that there are some areas of Atlanta with some really old houses and some of them have been around 150 years, I know, or hundred years plus at least. And, um, and yeah, they're, they're designed with, uh, a really old world kind of, you know, uh, aesthetic and, and function. And, uh, some of it is very much reminding me of like, so like, there's like, there's like the slave houses and the carriage houses and shit where like, you know, you like, that's what it was built for. It's what this thing is supposed to be for. Plantations. Yeah, exactly. There's plantations. Now the plantation model is like its own thing. And that's like jam packed to the core all the way bleeding over with just fucking slavery and racist ideas and concepts just baked into the whole thing they preserve they've actively preserved those homes too they preserve yes yes like this yes helps those homes up yes exactly garbage exactly (laughs) yeah and 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 like a part of me has tried to like separate like what is what is a a functioning structure and then what is something that really is just antiquated and needs to be like it we need to get rid of that because it's too much there's too much trauma there. You know what I mean? And so I, I really like, it's tough. Like the plantations, I really think, man, like unless there's some real effort to make, make them like useful for some healing process, like <clears throat> not weddings. That shit um, down, you know, yeah. Like go ahead and knock it down and fucking like, let's, let's move on. You know, really but preserve your racism, put a, put a tenement building up there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that'll, that'll, and, that's, and how do you feel about people around. like reappropriating the vi- building, you know, like maybe a, you know, let's just say, for instance, that you know, the obvious converting example would be converting it like a group of black people owning and buying a plantation and converting it to something else and be like, we're going to own the trauma. You know, <laughs> we're going to own this. It. We're going to own like, this I and mean, we're going to flip it around. I think it's interesting, but like, I could go either way, honestly. Hey, I'm sorry to break. Give me one second. I've got to pee so bad. I'm over here doing that dance. Hold it up. Hold <laughs> Do it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great. All right. <laughs> And the silent period for our for our uh, audio only listeners here. <laughs> yeah, so I, I actually put um, on a little bit of uh, the music just wherever it was in our Spotify playlist. I just like turned it up a little. Oh, bit. cool, cool, cool. There's some like awesome, really awesome. like righteous metal going on. <laughs> nice for about twenty five point six seconds. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm I'm guessing that's what she. I'm guessing that's what she means by that. Um, None of their ideas are new. They've been trying to do the same stuff for literally centuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. saying using the same the same rhetoric for for right. decades. Right. Um, I think know, it's good to see slightly modifying it to be more palatable yeah. here and there. Oh yeah, I think it's good to see um, the blatant language that was used in this stuff, though, because it really shows you just how how like. It's still present. It's very much alive. If we did, if you were confused at all, this language made it 
very direct and and um you know it's just it's just blatantly obvious you know at this point like they're not hiding behind any like you know nuanced dog whistles anymore you know it's like it's no. like loud, blatant siren dog whistles. <laughs> and they're not even well, dog they whistles. The, they're, yeah. just, they're just like we're basically wanting to uphold white culture. And yeah. like and without saying we're mean? racist, they're just saying we want to preserve we want we want to promote whiteness. And that's just like y'all are fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, and here's the thing. Look, you can't you can't use dog whistles around Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know? Like that's those hurt her hearing. She hears she hears those really loud. that's woof to that lady Uh, and Uh, and and people can accuse uh, can accuse me of body shaming or whatever i she's a ku klux karen she's a absolutely yeah for sure absolutely Mm -hmm. and i know i've i know i've I've overused that term now (laughs) it it, it applies again yeah Um, yeah she's she's the lady in the park she's the fucking you know she's (laughs) <laughs> she's the dog-faced pony soldier it's her that's what i've been yeah. talking about this whole time dog-faced exactly. pony soldier oh my god it's, it's, yeah it's, it's her it's that's it's her specifically um What's man i want to i want to pitch it to one of to one of two things yeah um speaking of uh racists with dog faces um <laughs> i don't know which one to go for first uh, I'm going to go for, for this one. This was real fun. Um, I don't know uh, if you've kept up with the Simpsons at all recently. I, I haven't really. No, no. Cause they've fallen off real hard. They, yeah. they, uh, they long ago became zombie Simpsons. Yep. Uh, every once in a while in their recent seasons, they'll really mm-hmm. hit it. They'll really hit the mark. And yeah. it feels like it feels like the old subversive challenging the system and the norms and what comedy can be and what right. can be said on television. It feels yeah. like them again. Yeah. Well, they, they did it. <laughs> they did that's, it again. That's great. Uh, in classic Simpsons fashion <laughs> and, and the person they did it to got so pissed <sighs> that that's how I found out about this episode. And Fuck I was it. like, I got to do it. I mean, this was like, they this was worse. <laughs> This was worse. Oh, I, oh, it's coming, mm. and not yet, but it's coming. Um, their uh-huh. their uh, their their publicists released uh-huh. a statement, and an article ah. came out about it, and he's really upset, and oh, yeah. uh, which is fucking hysterical. I'm gonna say uh-huh. the name in, in, in a second. Uh-huh. Um, but get, it reminded me of somebody else who I was about to who I was about to mention. Now I forgot who it was. Um, but <laughs> it but involved fucking, the Simpsons. Oh, oh, I was gonna say. This is this person responded to this worse than, in my opinion, worse mm-hmm. than, and this is saying a lot, uh, Kanye West to the gay fish episode, which, oh, you know, he, I don't know that one. Yeah. You don't know that. Oh mm-hmm. man. They did this whole episode South Park. This was years ago now, like maybe mm-hmm. a decade ago. They did this whole episode about Kanye West where he <laughs> is, I forget how they start with it. But like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like this episode starts about like Cartman taking credit for a joke that Jimmy Varmers wrote because okay. uh, he's, you know, a, a sociopath. And yep, uh, yep, yep. And I can see Cartman yeah. trying his hand at stand up comedy or trying his hand at comedy in general. 
Well, they, yeah, they were like, like Cartman came over and like, oh, what are you doing, Jimmy? And Jimmy's like, I'm trying to write a really great joke. And, uh, you know, and yeah, okay. trouble. And he's like, oh, let's sit down. And Cartman just sits there and eats chips. And Jimmy works on the joke and writes and comes up with the joke. Hey, oh, that's right. Like Jimmy sticks? does stand up comedy. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Jimmy does stand up. Right. Right. Where he goes, uh, hey, do you like do you like fish sticks? I'm like, yeah. It's like, so you 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 think they're they're tasty? You like to have fish sticks in your mouth? Yeah. He goes, what are you, a gay fish? Pretty funny. Like, you know, but in the episode was like the greatest joke of all time and everybody was doing it. And then somebody did it to uh, did it to Kanye and he didn't get it. And he thought that they were literally calling him a gay fish because he likes fish sticks. So he spends the whole episode trying to figure out what it means. He uh, uh, what's his (laughs) name? Um, uh, uh, Carlos Mencia steals the joke and does it live on TV. Okay, and takes credit for it. All right, yeah, this is all starting and then to they, sound they, really they, familiar. Uh, I need to go back and watch that. They episode, kidnap yeah. Carlos Mencia and torture him to try to like figure out what the meaning of the joke is. Oh. Why did you say this joke? And he's going, "Come That's on, great. man, you know how hard it is to be a comedian, and you're not even funny, man. I'm not funny, man." <laughs> That's great, <laughs> um, dude. I I so, fell off of Simpsons then, because of South Park. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that makes sense. South Park kind of kind of did the Simpsons better than Simpsons. Well, yep. So eventually, <laughs> where this where this goes, right with this story, it, you know, at the end of the episode, <laughs> Kanye concludes. Oh, I really am a gay fish. That's what it means. <laughs> um, and, they, and they redid oh, Heartless, you know, a woman so heartless, right? They did that. Okay. Now I know that I'm a gay fish. They redid the whole song, oh. right? Um, <laughs> and the next day, the day after this episode aired, Kanye wrote an open letter to mm-hmm. Trey Parker and Matt Stone like, hey, guys, you know, I, you know that was pretty. That was pretty good. Pretty funny. And hey, I get what you guys are trying to do. And honestly, you're brilliant. You know, it takes a genius artist to recognize a genius artist. And I respect what you're doing. But yo, it's it's really not cool of you guys to make fun of the voice of a generation like that. You know, like that's really uncool to like mock me in that way because like I'm so important as an individual. Voice of like, a generation. My God, I'm like Kanye, bro. Come on, man. You. Bro, you oh man, you're making him so right right now. And then he even he even went so far as to diss them on a track about that episode in mm-hmm. his next album. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. just like, come on, bro, just let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> so so now let's get back to the Simpsons story. <laughs> yeah. Um, the person who's upset is of all the fat whiny racists in the world, fucking Morrissey. <laughs> Morrissey. Yeah, yeah, as in the Smiths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you I know, know the name. The, yeah, the musician, the whiniest mm-hmm. asshole, the guy who only sings in two notes ever. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about their music. Racist. It's it's music. Is he a known? Is he a known racist? Yeah, he yeah. uh yeah, he's one of these British people that talks about we've got too many we've got too uh, many immigrants in this country mm-hmm. taking all of our jobs. We've got too many immigrants that need to get out. And he's and he's gay. Like he's gay he was like the voice of like gay, sad, goth freak weirdos in the eighties. And so okay, here's like one thing about more any any Morrissey or the Smiths fan in uh fr- from Atlanta will know this that he it's they rarely ever get to see him because 
he refuses to come to Atlanta because there's too many black people. <laughs> and he, he makes up an excuse every time. He'll book Atlanta and then he cancels the show. And he does it like almost every single year. Right. Um, right. And, uh, and he said he's given a bunch of different reasons. But then he slipped once or twice and was just like, oh, I don't like the culture of that city. And they don't treat me the way I should be treated. And, and they've got too many immigrants and this and that in there. And they're blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yo, Gross. like. Just a, like, hey, man, one entertainer to another, like, you know, be racist on your own time, like for the sake of your pocket. You know what I mean? Like, read the room. Look at your audience. Your audience is all about inclusivity and you know, <laughs> breaking boundaries and all sorts of stuff. And you're talking about there's too many bloody immigrants in this country. So I don't, I don't he released a statement. That, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so his his team released this statement about how the Simpsons – uh you know, painted him in this awful light and they said they body shamed him because they drew him fat and he is, he's overweight. No, of course they, they exaggerated it. They made, like, <laughs> buttons on his, they made his bottom buttons on his shirt, like popped open. So you can yeah. see some of his belly, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, he looks like shit. He looks awful. He looks like he doesn't take care of himself and like he cool. hasn't in years and years and years. Good. And you also just see the <laughs> ugliness of who he is as a person shining yep. through. Like, yep. yeah, you look like, yeah, you 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 look like a pig with gout. Yeah, like that's what you look like. Yes, you you look like um, you look like Rush Limbaugh with more hair. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're the, you're 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 no longer look. You Rush Limbaugh today way, with no hair. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You look like Rush Limbaugh in his current state, half decomposed, mm -hmm. but but he has less hair. Right. He looks like Rush Limbaugh with a hairpiece. He looks like like I'll just put it this way. If Morrissey, I mean, this might be true now, but like, here's probably why Morrissey won't come to Atlanta is because none of the gay dudes in Atlanta will fuck him, right? You're, you're not a catch and you're a fucking racist. And this yeah. is the blackest, gayest city on the East Coast, uh, aside from maybe Miami, but they're more brown than black. So, <laughs> I mean, we all, we all know, no. we all know the people that are overcompensating are like secretly the thing that they're against. We all know that, right? Like, <laughs> No, I mean he's out. He's out gay. He's been out gay forever. Oh, okay. okay, uh, okay. Or do you just right, mean yeah. like he wants to look like? Yeah, no. It's like that's what okay. I'm saying. It's like yeah, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. It's such about a him. weird. It's such a. I mean, he was a gay icon for a long time because he was like an out gay lead singer in the '80s when there weren't a lot of out gay lead singers. Right. Um, right. And was massively popular and successful, and not in not in quite mainstream well, mainstream pop. Although they did go mainstream. You know, it just kind of goes to show you that, like, just because you're part one, well, you just goes to show you. I mean, I'm speaking to somebody who's part of a, you know, a disenfranchised group, a minority group. That you know, just because you're part of a, uh, a, a, you know, a, I don't know what's the word. I'm always so like careful about my words in these situations. Like, I don't know what to fucking say. Like, you know, when you're when you're when you're elite, when you're part of a group, a group like you're like you're gay, for instance. And, um, you know, you'd think that being gay might give you some insight into what it might be like to say, I don't know, be an immigrant in another country where you don't quite feel like you fit in. You feel a lot of like, you know, uh, anyway, yeah, you would think, amazing. You'd think. <laughs> think, but I know, but I know, but I know plenty of black men that are homophobic and sexist. I don't. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, actually, homophobia is really I mean, bad. I guess, and 
uh, the black community. Well, a lot of that comes lately. from the from the uh, the fear instilled in yeah. us of of, of right. damnation and and yeah. you know via Christianity. Um, it, it, a yeah. lot of that I think is, and I can't I cannot speak for my community. Just sure, disclaimer, sure, just, sure. Just, just my thoughts. Oh, I'm saying that more to the audience than you. I can't, you know, I can't speak for my community. I can only yeah. speak as one of its members, and we are certainly not a monolith. Um, right, right. You know, if I stood my hair up, it would be a monolith. But black people are not, and uh, you know, it's, it, it, that's. But that's my take. Is that is that a lot of us are scared, um, scared to step out of line, and you know that no longer manifests in the social sphere in the same way that it used to uh in terms of oh we don't want to upset the white folks we, you know um, well you can well so yeah right right that's we're now much I'm... more likely to be like fuck that fuck them right. you know what i mean like right but where that where i see that that fear of 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 punishment yeah right that fear of punishment for stepping out of line where i see that come in is in is in religion and in cultural expression sure the lens of religion which is why everything i do is not okay with my community you know right, right. uh except for the people who are who and i mean that at large you know yeah um again we're not a monolith and there's plenty of you know as many black people are like you y'all y'all motherfuckers need jesus there's as many black folks that are like y'all need to get off that jesus shit <laughs> that the white folks gave you um, man, so, I wish I heard that I more from, that- from, from black presenting individuals, <laughs> you know, like, or darker skinned people. I really wish that I, I heard that more often. I hear that a lot from white people. I don't hear it as much from, uh, from black or brown people. Uh, it seems it, like, you know, it depends on the, it depends on the circles you travel in that, you know, yeah. the, there's, you know, there's different, there's different types and levels of, of, of wokeness and, uh, and, and none of, and none of what, uh, white liberals say it is, is what it is. <laughs> right they right. can't can't be it. uh you can right. be aware of racism but you cannot be what we mean when we say woke um right you know right. which is right. hey don't forget they will still hang you don't forget <laughs> yeah you know yeah, hey pay attention right. that cop is about to pull you over for no reason right that's right. woke no you're um, cool no you know, it's one, fine. Of, one of those watch <laughs> you know one of one of those types of wokeness is you know the whole the 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 you know black jesus wokeness or uh uh and then there's you know yeah. hotep wokeness which um yeah there's a lot of, there's a lot of issues there <laughs> uh in my, in my opinion and uh, i think a lot of black people agree with me but um you know one of one of those one of the ways to be woke is to is to recognize the the history of our religious indoctrination and and where it came from, how and why, uh, and yeah, so there are there yeah. are a lot of those narratives. So and so, in fact, you've heard a lot more of those than you realize. A lot of times, they're coded. Um, yes, yes. You know, uh, you know the Erica Badu song "Rimshot." It was like her first single. Ooh, I think um, I actually I don't know I can't like think of it, but I but that's that's one that because if I see something like "Rimshot." As a drummer, I'm gonna go. Oh, I wonder what this has probably got a cool beat to it. Right. You know? I got a rim shot, bay. Right. Um, yeah, there you go. But she has a. Uh, I think it was rim shot. I might have it wrong, but I think it, I believe it was rim shot. But uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, it's uh, on and on, uh, on and on and on okay. and on. Right. Uh, in one of her verses, she says, 
I was born underwater with four dollars and with three dollars and six dimes. Oh, you may laugh because you did not do your math. That is a deep occult reference to mm-hmm. well, it's not super mm-hmm. deep, it's kind of three dollars and sixty cents, deep which represents sense. something. 360 degrees of of a complete cipher okay uh which is uh you know technically depending on who you ask shouldn't even really be talking to you about that but i'm i'm not a subscriber to that uh and certainly there are europeans that have gone and 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 european descendants that have gone and figured out this stuff um one of my one of my homies in the comedy scene man uh dan weeks who uh what up dan weeks i hope you're watching part of this man i know you watch our clips and i appreciate your support dude um he is arguably one of the whitest guys you'll ever meet. And he even says it. He's like, he's like, Oh yeah, that's my, that's my comedy style is I'm just like, un, j- just unbelievably white. That's my thing. That's, that's me. That's what I do. I'm a Jack Links guy. All right. From Florida, super white, you know, but right. then he'll sit there and have a conversation with you about the five percenters, which is the group that I was uh, alluding to. The five percenters were and are a, um, a, semi-secret uh not secret but they're a they are a small um kind of radical sect of of the nation of islam so they are they're muslim but they are a mystical sect of of islam kind of like sufi uh in the well in the same way that sufi is a mystical sect of islam right but they are sufi is traditional eastern islam this is nation okay. of Islam. Uh, right. So I remember the nation of Islam teaches, especially, you know, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, right? By the time these rappers in the 80s and 90s were coming of age, the teachings of the nation, of the original nation of Islam, Elijah Muhammad, all that stuff, were um, white people are the devil. The white man is the devil incarnate. That was part of those teachings, right? What the, what the five percenters did is they inverted that narrative. They said, well, instead of preaching that white people are the devil, what we are going to preach is that that white people are the manifestation of the devil is that black people are the manifestation of God because we were the first people. Um, And so what they say is males are the manifestation of God, females are the manifestation of earth. So they Hmm. call themselves the 5% nation or the nation of gods and earths. Uh, So when you see... Like, if you've ever heard a black person address another black person using the word God, but almost like dog, like, oh, what's up, God? Five percenter, right? That's where that comes from. Uh, Charlemagne the God, five percenter. Um, it's a, it. it's not like, I am a God. It's No, no. it's the, the recognition yeah. of self as holy, spiritual, as belonging, as purposeful, and as of as of being divine, having a and and so what the what nation of gods and earth um preach is that you can find your divinity. A person of color can find their true divinity through correct knowledge of self, right? Being okay. woke, you mm-hmm. awaken to the knowledge of yourself, which has been hidden from you. It has been made occult knowledge. Yes. It's been obscured. Yes. Uh-huh. Um so 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 again, right? So they talk about um, mathematics, uh, 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 proper mathematics, uh-huh. which is which relates to. Now I'm getting into territory that I don't fully right, know, right, right, but right. that has to do with 360 degrees of your cipher. If your knowledge is whole, it will complete a circle, a cycle, a cipher. Uh, cipher is also a code. A cipher is also a uh, broken machine that makes an incessant noise. Um, 
that also that's how freestyle circles became called which is a loop. ciphers you you're know. completing the knowledge it's yeah. a loop right and you're in a circle right. yeah. you're in a circle speaking in code yeah. um and yeah, this reminds me man i think uh, i think this uh, is just a, an, a, like a i think that there's a i've learned to kind of i, I can't always like I don't always have the right words to describe it. I'm starting to recognize when there's moments of like core principles at play in the world. And I think that, you know, something moving in a, in a circular pattern like this is a very core functioning principle of the universe, you know? And in fact, I, what's interesting is that it's not actually in a perfect circle. Usually there's, usually there's a little bit of a wobble to it. Usually there's a little bit of like a, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, cause the earth, you know, doesn't really spin perfectly. It's on kind of a wobble. Um, as an yeah, example. gyroscope, right, right, kind of gyroscope and, motion, right, yeah. and even things that we think are perfectly like in um, perfect circles, you know, or that you know we think that maybe things orbit perfectly in in circles. Well, they they kind of do, but that's only from one perspective. If you actually look at the thing from a side side angle, you can see that there's actually kind of a different shape, and it's more of a a movement through time and space forward that's happening while while things are spinning. So, uh, nothing's really staying in a, you know, a single space spinning like that, you know, but like a, took, does that make sense? Took, I don't know. I'm just riffing here. <laughs> well, it's like if you took our, if you took our solar system, right. And looked at it this way. Yeah. Yeah. We're not just rotating right. around in space. We're spiraling through yes. the universe. That's what I'm describing. Exactly. You know? Right. Yeah, right. absolutely. Right. We're spiraling through the through the universe. We're we're and we're, well, we're spiraling around the galaxy. Yes, and then the galaxy is spiraling through the universe. Yes, um, yes, yes. So, but I but so you know, I said all that stuff. I went through all that stuff about five percenters just to just to say that you know there is there are still a large there's sorry sorry still large groups of black folks who have investigated enough into their history and their heritage and the roots of their conditions of living here and what you know as much as they can grab grasp a hold on of why they're separated from that and yeah do reject um westernized christianity as a uh, a means of spiritual connection that applies to right. or benefits them at all okay so all this stuff was I'm not I haven't been looking at the at the uh the chat here. <laughs> DJ Asher, what is up, buddy? I was literally just talking about us being on tour. That's hilarious. Um uh, oh, so you, okay, so that's who you're on tour with. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that's Dom. That's that's Dom Price. Nice. How are you doing? I must have missed that. It was dude, it was right at the beginning of the episode, man. Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. Yeah, I was I was talking about how we how we traveled through. I was talking about what was the name of that stupid sandwich <laughs> you had us go eat in Minneapolis, uh, and uh, they didn't want to let me sit down at the table, and we all got burned with hot cheese. And yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> Juicy Lucy. I knew it was some, some, some crap like that. And I don't, I don't mean to put Dom on blast. He, he was who recommended it. But to, but to be fair, Dom had been recommending amazing food all the way through the, the East Coast and Midwest. Just about everywhere he went, he was like, this is the local food that we have to have while we're here. He made sure... He made sure I had a proper Chicago hot dog. It was my first time ever in Chicago. <laughs> uh, we had... We had... The 
the best barbecue. I'm a black man that lives in Atlanta. We had the best barbecue I've ever had That's in amazing. my life nice. in in uh in um where was in Allentown, Pennsylvania, which is which again, there was another just outside of Philly. We're there and I'm like, "Oh, Trump's going to win." <laughs> like, Dude, like, Allentown is where yeah, Allentown so is where it like all came it all came down to Allentown in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Wow. Fuck yeah. You were you were there like in, in the Allentown. middle like right right around the election? Yeah. Holy shit. I bet yeah, the right before was wild. it was it was June of that year. Oh my right, god. Right, yeah, that is best of star. Yeah, exactly. Just like I was saying, they 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 cooked that sandwich until it was 70% blackened. Like it was just <laughs> it was just carbon. That's all it was. There's a lot of carbon and cheese. That. Yeah. Carbon cheese and racism. It was, dude. It was terrible. That asbestos char. <laughs> yeah, Gross. totally. That asbestos char. It was just black, uh, blackened. But the onions were still caramelized in the middle. I don't know how. Like they were like burnt on the ends, and car- it was so bad. That is that's your episode title. The asbestos that asbestos char. It might be. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see what I get down. But I do like that. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, ass. man. Uh, that that place, that place in Allentown. It was it was wild. I mean, like I'm out there in Allentown. I'm, you know, I went to school in Philly. I've been to some of the some of the uh, uh, suburb suburbs around Philadelphia. Um, I'd been outside of Allentown before. I kind of thought Allentown was going to be a little, you know, little town. Mm-mm, it's the country out oh, there. They got wow, Confederate okay. flags out there. Mm-hmm. We had some gator bites. Had us some gator bats at the, which were good as fuck. They were great. <laughs> I loved them. And uh, we went Where there. Where did they get the, the gators? Uh, what, I, mm, <laughs> I don't know. Florida, I would think. The, the internet frozen. I mean, <laughs> oh my they, god! I mean, if they can ship Amoroso <laughs> rolls down to Florida in time to be good on a on a proper cheesesteak, which they do, um, then I'm sure they can get some alligator meat, you know, and <laughs> yeah. free, freeze and unfreeze that shit, you know. Um, but I just, I just say all that to say that, you know, Dom did us right. Most of the tour, it was just that one place (laughs) he says, or carbon cheese and racism. (laughs) I like that. I like that. Um, I hear aged asbestos has got a little bit of a tangy flavor. (laughs) Aged asbestos. (laughs) It happened to be the last date though. Yeah. That was the, that was the last date of the tour. Actually, it was the day after the last date of the tour. We had played our last show, and uh, and Dude, then this was kind of like our last hurrah before we left. Was we went to this place. Uh, then we got chased guys, by tornadoes. And yeah, yeah, are you guys like legit storm chasers? <laughs> no, 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 no. That storm chased us all the way up the east coast, and then all the way down the Midwest. It That's was great. crazy. That's great. It was. It was the. It was so funny. We were joking the whole time. We were like, "This is this is such a goth band tour." Yeah, such a little. Yeah, you know, you just ride the edge of the storm everywhere you go, and then you just kind of have that. You 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 know that vibe that some places get, like right when a storm is showing up, they have really nice weather for a few days, and then all of a sudden the storm's creeping in. Everybody's like waiting for the storm, and then in comes you walking in the door. It's all windy and shit. It's all dark and gloomy outside, and then everywhere you go, town after town, it's just like that vibe every single time. Is that what you're telling me? Literally. (laughs) The storm <laughs> arrived with us. Exactly what I'm saying. It just looks like you're bringing this this vibe everywhere you go. <laughs> it was 
Dude, seriously, uh, we like showed that's up. That's great. We we got down to Orlando, like yeah, we went, we 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 left from here, went down to Orlando, and it was fine when we got there. Totally yeah. fine, nothing wrong. Uh, uh, you know, we 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 get there, we crash, we wake up the next day, we you know practice, we do all that shit, we go to load in, and it's just torrential downpour, just <laughs> oh, walls shit. of rain. So <laughs> we show up at the club. And this, I mean, we were literally accompanied by a wall of water and we had to load in our first date of the tour. I mean, in just, you know, Florida rain, Florida, Florida, you know, uh, monsoon rain in, in May. Uh, and then it it (laughs) followed us all the way back up the coast, all the way to Rhode Island, um, to the point where, when we got to Rhode Island, it was like 45 degrees. And I had to go to Oof. a mall and like buy a hoodie. It was terrible. Oh God, right. And then Dom threw his knee out the first day of the tour like because of the weather. So he oh, threw shit. his knee out, which means I had to double up on gear carry. I've got a bad back. So like both of us are in pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We were a mess. All three of us were a mess oh that God. whole tour. Oh my God. But uh, we did it though, man. We, we, we did it and, and we had fun. I think about that tour all the time, man. Um, <laughs> uh dom i think you did one of those posts i think you did one of those posts the other day of like uh tell you know tell me something something positive a positive effect i've had in your life man you took me on that tour um it sounds like a good I adventure honestly all the time it sounds like a good one. it was it was it was literally one of the most difficult things i've ever done in my life and it was one of the most fun things i've ever done in my life we were tired. We were hungry. We were cranky. We got yes. at each other a couple times. We were drinking yes. way too much. We go to the show and they're like, we're like, do you guys have a per diem for us? They're like, no, but we got a case of PBR. And we're like, well, that's calories, I guess. <laughs> Are you describing Alkamud? <laughs> kind of, dude. Right. Like, I mean, it's funny in, how these, like, how these like really rough experiences <laughs> lead to the most endearing and sometimes fun and best memories, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I imagine I imagine it's at least a little piece of what it of the kind of bond you make with people being in combat with. Them. Yes, um, that's the vibe. <laughs> you know, like I can't say it feels like that because I've never been in combat, but it feels like, yeah, he said all I said was Cincinnati, bro. <laughs> What's up with Toucan Sam? So dumb. I just. <laughs> You can't say so. He's 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 doing inside jokes. No, I know. That's why I'm asking. I'm, I'm like, I, there sounds like there's a story. I was, <laughs> was two can Sam. I dubbed myself two can Sam. See, right, see these right, are again right, the type of stories right. that 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 uh where where before I tell them, I become very aware that my mom is in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But whatever. Yeah, dude. I he said as Dom says, I still remember what you said at that gas station, Dom. I was just telling this story. I did an open mic at uh, five two nine uh, the other day. Uh, uh, thank you, Joe Galwa, for the spot. That was my first open mic in over a year, and I very much enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Conditions were great. Felt safe. It was good to see everybody and uh, and uh, do a mediocre six minutes. That felt good. Um, there's a new comic in the scene. This guy, John, I think, uh, who moved up from Cincinnati, and I looked at him. I was like, bro. My hat's off to you for surviving Cincinnati. Uh, I'm like, that is the scariest city I've ever been in in my life. We had we had just come from Detroit <laughs> the day before. So I thought we had done all the hard shit. Yeah. And Detroit, you know, I was uh so I'll just talk about I'll talk about Cincinnati first. I'll tell you why it was called Toucan Sam. So so it's like the east Detroit. side of Cincinnati that gets kind of rough, right? 
as far as I, I guess so because it would have been like I want to say it was like the the northeast corner we came in from. Yeah, um, we were at higher elevation than the rest of the city, and you could look down into it and just see that it was just abandoned. I mean, oh no, I'm actually know, thinking I, about I, St. Louis. Sorry, never mind. Forget about what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, uh, <laughs> I suck. <laughs> we drove through St. Louis, uh, but no, yeah. um, we. Uh, it, it, we we were on the outskirts of Cincinnati, and it was funny. I was telling this guy John about the story, and he was like, "I know exactly what you're talking about." And he's like, "I was saying, I was telling him, I was like, we were at this venue. This venue we were at was an old brewery that looked like a cave on the inside. It just looked like it, like its AC system was rocks that sweat. It has a it's made of a particular type of stone that perspires." <laughs> So we're like what? in this giant, <laughs> there's almost no light inside this place. Oh I mean, God. it is almost pitch black, except for like the colored stage lighting that we brought with us. Okay. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> right. That we didn't even bring that the lighting band brought your own lights. And like <laughs> a couple of overhead lights. And that was it. This place uh-huh. was dark. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, made out of stone and dripping from the, from the walls. We're like, where the fuck are we right now right um and before we even before we even got there we're like got inside the 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 place we're like driving into the city and i'm just like man this place is messed up so we'd just been in detroit the night before and i told them we're coming you know as we're coming in detroit like look now i want you to be scared of detroit but have your eyes open in detroit okay we are going to stick out like sore thumbs they're gonna know we're not from there i'm willing to bet we're not going to be in a great area because detroit doesn't have Great areas anymore. <laughs> I mean, it does. It has some. Some parts of downtown are nice. We were not there. Right. <laughs> I believe right, we right, might right, have right. even been right on. I, for, I think we might have even been on the east side of Detroit. So I was like, "Look, y'all, we in the hood." <laughs> like, yeah. And it's not like Atlanta hood. This is a hood you don't know, you don't recognize. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. family in Detroit. My sister's coming to the show. I've been here before. I yeah. know a little, a little bit about the city. I at least know how to conduct myself in the hood. I'm just gonna need you to. Follow my lead. Listen yeah. to what I say. Do what I do. Right? My understanding is Detroit's uh, got there, its own whole this- vibe. It's got its own like rules because 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 of how it got really abandoned oh. and the people that stayed or couldn't leave. Um, you know, it's 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 taken on a whole new like thing. You know, it's a whole it's a very much its own vibe. So yeah, that's cool that you know the rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's just a, it was something that my mom did for me growing up because she knew I was growing up in the suburbs. And at a certain point, I'd have to, you know, uh, be around my own folks who grew up in not the suburbs. Uh, right, so she used right. to take me to, to D.C. to, you know, sometimes, you know, regular kind of nicer parts, sometimes not as nice parts and just kind of point things out to me and, you know, also be like, here's how you confront that. Here's how you deal with that. Don't look people like this in the eye. Keep it moving. Like, you know, <laughs> um, right. Right. Stuff like that. So, so you know, and, and again, I'd spent some time in Detroit. I'd I'd been and visited my father and and his other family uh, <laughs> a few years before that, and they were in a real rough area. So I'm just I was a little familiar. So I was like, just you know, listen to what I say, do what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we we when we parked near the club, I'm like, y'all stay in the car. I'm gonna walk the block and scope things out. Stay here. Mm-hmm. Keep your phones on. Do not get out of the car. <laughs> All right. Sure. I found the club. We went and we parked inside the club. They locked their back gate with a padlock. I said, good. See, these people know what's going on. They know how to deal with this type of shit in Detroit. Our stuff is good. We're good. Right. Everything's good. Right. 
Right. I thought we were home free. We get to Cincinnati and I was like, okay, remember how I said Detroit was going to be the toughest place that we dealt with? Scratch all of that, right? So we park, <laughs> we park and we're like trying to find this venue. Uh, and it was funny. So this is where the Toucan Sam thing comes in, right? Is that uh, one of the things, one of the right. resources <laughs> that was important for us to have on the road right. that we didn't necessarily want to carry a lot of with us. Yeah, from get place it. To place. <laughs> And uh, you know, same here. So let's go back and get into my flow state. <laughs> um, but so we were we were out, and I kept I just kept saying to them, they'd be you know, like, oh man, we're out, but I'm like, don't worry, man, don't worry, I manifest this shit okay i'm like I'm <laughs> i did when i'm traveling i do too it's funny <laughs> yeah dude i'm toucan uh, sam just follow, i'm like just uh, trust me i'm like if we run out of one place don't worry wherever we go next it will find me or i will find it it always does i right. always do yep. i've walked into concerts with nothing and been like <laughs> walked up hey guys what's up <laughs> oh, dude, what's going on man here you go do you want this man and i'm like yes, brother. yes. <laughs> I'm like, like so. Oh, right, yo, what's going on, dude? Yo, you good, man? Oh, just keep a um, crystal in your pocket I'll, to trade with one of those guys. Hey, man, <laughs> this cool crystal. <laughs> so you know, so I kept telling them all the tour. I was like, just follow my nose, right? And like every time I'd find them, I'd be like, follow my nose, you know. Uh, right, right. And so it was funny, right? So like, so we're walking okay. the block trying to find this venue because we don't see anything that looks like it. We're just in. The, I'm like, there's no venue. We're just in the projects. These are projects. Half of these buildings are abandoned. Like this is absolutely the hood. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we finally we run into this just like this older white guy who does not look like he belongs there at all. And we're like, hey, do you know where this thing is? And he's like, oh yeah, I work there. And we're like, really? Where is it? He's like, you're standing right next to it. It's right here. <laughs> we're like, okay. <laughs> or he's like, show it to you. It's right here down the block. And we're like, all right, cool. Uh, word. He's like, yeah, it doesn't start till this time. I'm like the janitor. I set up before and then I clean up after. I'm heading over there right now. And we're like, so did he go in? He's like, oh, it's not ready yet, but you know, probably find something for yourself to do. And he's just talking to us and he goes, oh, hey, by the way, opens up his little cigarette pack. He's like, this is for you guys. And just hands us this big fat you know, old man joint rolled with mids. And I was oh. like, follow my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, man. So we, we sat amazing. in the car and, and Dom passed out. And me and Scott roasted one and, and listened to Tech Nine, I think. <laughs> That's amazing. Which is funny. I, I, it's like two yeah. Cincinnati blast and Tech Nine. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Dude, so I've got a very similar story. I was in Mexico City with my ex-girlfriend, and we were walking around, and we'd been there for a couple days, and we were getting a little bit discouraged because we had been really trying to, like, find some weed safely, you know, but we had been pretty occupied, and we were kind of getting to that point where it's like, man, like, really what is <laughs> like where's the fucking right. weed at down here? Like, we can smell it every once in a while. It's fucking Mexico City. Nobody gives a fuck. Um, right. And so <laughs> we were like, there's like these divided highways with these like parks down the middle in, in Mexico City. They're really cool. And uh, they've got benches and trees and all kinds of shit. And so <clears throat> we're sitting at this bench. It's like 7 p.m. Sun's going down. And I see this fucking dude 
like hands and knees on the ground with a lighter in the bricks that are that are on the ground as the as the as the sidewalkers like made out of bricks um he's like looking around in all the cracks of the bricks and the, the the bricks have these big holes you know it's like those bricks that have the three holes in them to like allow water to drain through and stuff have you ever seen those you ever seen mm-hmm. bricks with holes in them anyway yeah so, the yeah yep yeah so anyway they uh he's like He's like down on the ground looking, you know, and I, and my girlfriend and I were sitting there and we just kind of like make eye contact with him. And he looks at us and we're just like, what's up, man? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? And I was just like, hey, que pasa, man? <laughs> like, I don't speak Spanish, but I had enough to be like, you know, with a smile, like, you're doing something over there. What the fuck are you doing? And uh, he, right, he, yeah. And then he like, he, he's like, he's like, oh, you know, buscando. He's like, he's searching for something. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, and then he, he, she fucking pulls this, this pipe that he had hidden in, in the brick somewhere. He pulls this pipe out and he's got some <laughs> weed in his pocket and he goes, he goes, you want some mota? And I was just like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, I'll fucking oh, yeah, smoke yeah. with you. My oh, girlfriend's yeah. like, fuck yeah, I'll smoke with this guy. And, um, and I, and I, he spoke enough English for me to be like, why the fuck did you put your bowl in the, in the bricks on the sidewalk? You know, he's like, because, you know, my boss, you know, I can't have it at work. And, uh, you know, this is like on my way home. You know, And he's like, I like to sit here and smoke weed after work. He's, I'm like, cool, man. So you like just got off from work. He's nice. like, yeah. I'm like, well, this is great timing. Thank you. And he had some extra weed and he gave yeah. us some extra weed that we could take with us. It wasn't very much, but he was like really wanting us to have it, you know? It's like this is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, I, it's moments uh, like that. I, there's a, there's a ton of moments like that that I've had in Mexico that I just I fucking love Mexico so much. <laughs> I really do. I think it's an amazing place. <laughs> I had a I had a fun I had a fun moment on Saint John that that reminded me of. It's not <laughs> kind of similar, a little different, but it reminded me of where it was a, an ex of mine that I that I'd been dating, and her dad took her on a trip to Saint John, offered to take me with them, and um and you know so it's like i think i had myself covered for some stuff but he i think i covered my plane ticket but he was like paying for me to uh room there with him was like you know buying us drinks and stuff and whatever yeah uh and taking us out to the bars at night you know they have a little town like you know like one town in the middle of the island and (laughs) uh, a couple of clubs and bars and stuff and right and golf uh, carts and everybody (laughs) was a a heavy drinker so he was he was going down there every Uh every night Mm -hmm. and uh so it was like maybe the second night or something we were there we're down there and he basically approaches the daughter and goes like all right i'm paying for this kid's fucking room and board and paying for his drinks and food and tell him to find some fucking weed <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like all right and, you know which felt a little hmm um i'm like you go fucking ask somebody for some weed but i was black and had dreadlocks so he sent me um <laughs> but i'm like yo man like it's not like it's not the same culture here like, i came just be like, yeah, yeah right 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 Hey, where that weed at? You know, so like, no, right? Fortunately, I kind of looked like maybe I was from there, right? Uh, so I like okay, approached okay. some some kid. I walked around. I saw some kid about my age, maybe mm-hmm. a year or two younger, you know, mm-hmm. 18, 19, something like that. Dreads, and I'm just looking. I'm like, yeah, you you fucking smoke. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hey man, like just you know, I'm not like I'm not doing fake patois, but I'm like, hey, kind of doing you know, little cadence with a speech. Hey, hey my man, like, hey brother. <laughs> You know, hey brother, like you know, kind of thing. And he's just like, yeah, man. I'm like, uh, you know where to get uh, you know, I can find that herb, man. And he's just like, I'm like, uh, weed. You know, I can find the weed. 
you know, uh, where I can get the, uh, the green, the green. Do you know where I can find some ganja? Ganja! I got you some ganja. Follow me. We're going to get some ganja right now. He takes me over. You see, he takes me over in this club. Yeah, you want some ganja? We're going to get some ganja. Follow me, man. We're going to get some ganja for you right now. You got that dreadlock boy. You dreadlock boy. You're Rastafarian. We're going to get some ganja right now. Like, just the dude sounded like a oh like a barker. God. You know what I mean? Like, oh. like it sounded like he could have been on a, could have been on a track. You know? Yeah, I mean, we're going to get some ganja. With the butter. You know, like, it, it was wild, right? That's amazing. He takes me, runs me halfway, like, to the other end of the town, right? So I'm, like, half a yeah. mile away from my yep. girlfriend and her dad by myself on yep. St. John. Yep. And he takes me into this club, this little club. And he's like, you see that Rastaban? You see that Rastaban right there? And he, there's like this six foot four dude with these long fucking dreadlocks. I shit you not dancing with five women simultaneously. It's just him in the middle and five women around him. Oh. Like, you see that Rastaban right there? That Rustaman gonna give you some ganja. Talk to that Rustaman. Should I interrupt him? Where should I wait? I kind of walked up and I'm like, Do I need to tip these people? So I walked up and I'm like, I was just like, Yeah, what up, Rustaman? You know, like, and he was just like, He's like, What up, Rustaman? You know, like just assuming, right? And I'm just like, I'm not gonna correct him. You have to play along. Yes, and I just wear this as a fashion. Um, um, I go to art school in Philadelphia, and I just think this looks nice. Oh, and, wait, you're a real Rasta? Oh, my yeah. shit. No, I mean, the, the whole time we were there, uh, and, this felt, and this felt really humiliating, was everybody that worked for the resort we were staying at kept looking at me like, how the fuck did you get on that side? Right? And asking me if I was Rastafarian. Like, excuse me, are you a Rastafarian? And I was like, uh, no. I just, <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> but I can't, yeah, right. I should have. Oh, no, I just, uh, stay here. And they're like, right, right. Uh, you know, they're looking at me like, oh, piece of shit. Right. <laughs> Dude, so got, you, you can't, you gotta, you're gonna shatter all their dreams, you know? <laughs> well, especially because I, I look like I could maybe be ethiopian oh or, i know like yeah you know, like right. or an island you know an islander or whatever well, i almost said pacific islander no i look like it could be a caribbean islander maybe hmm um some of them the lighter ones look a lot like me similar features uh but so yeah this guy's you know are you a, yeah what up rastaman you know and i'm like what rastaman rastafari you know like fucking whatever <laughs> dude. <laughs> i just want to just let me get my weed and go yep. and uh, he's like yeah let me let me finish dancing with you well you know i forget what he Called mm-hmm. him, but it was like, let me mm-hmm. punch dancing with the lady right there, and I'll get right uh-huh. back to you. So it was like four songs later. <laughs> right. It's right. like, all right, all right. How much do you want, right? And I'm like, oh, an eighth should probably do us for the trip. So I'm like, uh, an eighth, and he's like, how much money, man? How much money do you want to spend, <laughs> right? I'm like, fifty. This dude gives me like a half ounce away. <laughs> yeah, right? dude. Yeah, hell yeah. Looks That's like, right. That looks like garbage, right? It yeah. looks like trash yeah. weed dude yeah. we smoked like one pipe of the shit and we're like falling over like we were like what is happening wow <laughs> like, oh my god like, we're like oh we're gonna smoke a ball and then go to the beach and we all like oh fell asleep god. <laughs> are we sure it wasn't like actually didn't have like some pcp or something laced in <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> yeah no. you, that's the thing like with weed no. in some situations like i'm you know it's, it's pretty rare that it that that weed is laced i mean it's really fucking rare um, there's usually the some other that signs that something's not right about it when that's the case. Yeah. And that's like, that's like high school dealers, like spraying their stuff with, you know, raid and shit to try to make it feel like it's like, uh, no one's done that to me since the ninth grade, you know, yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I yeah. learned, 
one time somebody laced it with something and i was like right. all right i don't i don't like they were it was a shady dude anyway it was just my right. little friends being like well, so and so, so and. <laughs> you know i was like that guy's a creep i'm telling Where you was i i was in a different crown i was in a different uh town in, in mexico on a different trip with somebody else and um Actually, no, I think I take that back. I think this was the same trip. No, I was. this is the same trip, same girlfriend. Uh, we had the previous experience in Mexico City. Later on that trip, we were in Puerto Escondido. Like, we'd flown over to the beach town on the Pacific. And, like, we had, we were walking the beach, and I heard these guys walk by that were speaking English. And I was just like, hey, yo, dude, like, there's another one of those, like, I need to find some weed. Those guys look a little derelict, a little, like, rough around the edges. <laughs> and, and they speak English. Let's see. Let's see what's up. And um, and I was like, I was like, hey, man, like, what's up, man? We were just kind of chatting. And I think before we even asked about weed, they were like, you guys need some weed? <laughs> and we were like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and they were like, all right, all right. All right, I got a good connect, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just like you, we'll just hang out and then we'll we'll go get it and blah, blah, blah. And, um, <laughs> it was kind of the same thing that they, they didn't quite understand when we were, when we were giving how much, how much we wanted in terms of like weight. <laughs> they were just kind of like, how much money do you want to spend? And I was like, I don't know. Like, what's the price of things? And he was like, dude, like 20 bucks will get you a lot. <laughs> and I was just like, nah, dude, like we're fucking smokers. 20, 20 bucks ain't getting me shit. All right. Like we're going to be here for about five or six days. Like I'm in Mexico. I'm smoking a lot of weed. Like. 20 bucks my ass he's like no a lot of 20 bucks will go <laughs> so far man and i was like all right well why don't i just give you 40 <laughs> like just just double it up all right like give me get 40 bucks worth and motherfucker they bring back well over like an ounce it was it was creeping it was creeping up on a fucking quarter pound of some fucking swaggy oh, low mids you know but but what was even right. funnier is that we went over and we sat down in these chairs and it's like no shit a fucking 12 year old came over and was like dealing with this dude this other like kind of defected american who's got a fucking story who wouldn't tell us his whole story about why he's like in mexico hiding out and um yeah he's like he fucking hands this kid tw 20 bucks or 40 bucks or whatever we gave him and the like the guy goes disappears for like 10 or 15 minutes and the whole time I'm sitting there like, man, like we're in this kind of alleyway with these like weird little house kind of shop kind of kind of deals right on the beach. I and mean, we're right off the beach. It's like we can see the water pretty much. Um, but it's not the tourist area. Like we're in the locals only area. That's where our hotel, that's where our hostel was. And man, like this kid came back and I was just, I felt so guilty. I was feeling scared. I was like, man, we're going to get fucking robbed or raided or fucking our ass kicked right now like i didn't know what the fuck to expect and those are all stupid projections you know those are all stupid shit but the reality was like i did fucking pay a kid to get me some weed <laughs> those, those, those projections weren't that stupid people definitely tourists definitely uh, disappear from yeah not tourist areas yeah and from tourist areas sometimes yeah and then there's also then there's also yeah. the police to worry about because <clears throat> right. um they right. really care Right. If you're, you know, we uh, took a big risk doing, on that one. <laughs> they, they want to cut, and I, and I know this because uh, mm -hmm. uh, Rob Christensen, uh, this this New York comic who's hysterical, um, and uh, and I've run into him a few times in uh, in Atlanta. He's come and done Laughing Skull a few times. We've worked together a few times, and he's got this story that he did on. Uh, this isn't happening, but I've seen him do it live too, where he talks about how he and his friend. Were, I forget what it was that they were. I think ketamine or something like that. And they like went down to went down to Mexico and bought a ton of the shit. 
and, like a, a bunch of times and like trafficked yeah. it back to the U.S. Right, and, one, right. and one time the cops caught him and we're basically just like, just tell us the right number of money to pay us and we'll let you go. Like that's all to bribe us, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. We can't say that, but that's pretty much what they wanted. Yeah. They're so like stupid uh, yeah. American. Man, it's uh, it's amazing. I've I've driven I've driven a car through Mexico. Like I've driven me and my buddy across the border, and we drove down, and like we got pulled over a number of times, and a number of people gave us different reasons why they're pulling us over in different towns or cities. And like there was this one, a Tampico. We were driving through Tampico, and fucking like we got pulled over three times in about forty five minutes, and we had to pay a, a variety of different bribes to the cops they kept handing different cops different amounts of money kept changing what they kept giving us a little code on a piece of paper and they were like all right you've paid your your token uh fucking go away here's the code if a cop pulls right. you over down the road just give him this number and we kept showing the cop and he's like i don't know what that is and we're like god damn it <laughs> so yeah that was fucked up but it happened a I number mean, of times might, like might have, it might have known and just been like and now I'm not doing that for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Dude, I had one I had one reach in and grab all the money out of my hand. The first one. We crossed over the border into Mexico driving south and uh the first light that I went through I, I, it was blinking yellow. It was between green and yellow, but I'd entered it on a green, what I thought was on a green light, but he said, "You ran that yellow red light." And I was just like, "Uh no, he threatened to like impound the car. He threatened all these things. He was asking us about weed and drugs and like all kinds of shit. And we did have some on us, but he didn't find that. And uh, he, he was, he told us to like pull over. He's like, he's like, I need you to pull over a little further over into that area over there. My buddy, here's the line my buddy used. He goes, Hey, um, surely there must be something we can do. <laughs> I think that's what worked. I think it was that line that kind of got the whole like, yeah. Hey, let me just th- toss you some cash thing going. Right. And he was ready yeah, to take it. I, I think we lost 150 bucks on that first one. And then it got cheaper as we got as we got further into Mexico and we got more used to the experience and we calmed down a little bit. Like the bribes got more we got we got better at haggling with the cops. <laughs> and we got out of a full on DUI with a whole group of people. We got out we got out of a full DUI. Five of us were in a Jeep. Um, we, we were pulling into Mexico city. We passed our friends that we were staying with on the road and we parked our car real quick outside their apartment and jumped in their car and they had blunts going. They had 20 ounce beers going. Everybody was fucking drunk. We were, it was stupid. We were just like, fuck it. We're in Mexico. We're like, we're not in charge. We're in, we're with locals now. (laughs) And, um, we just kind of let them do the thing and we came around this corner in Mexico city and it was just a fucking DUI checkpoint, just like an American style. And they pulled us out. They patted me down, put me up against the wall and like started asking me questions and asked my buddy questions. And, um, uh, we, I think, I think <laughs> our friends are like, you know, local Mexicans without much money. And they were, they came over to us and they were kind of like, Hey, we need 50 bucks to get out of this. <laughs> they took, they took the driver over somewhere and came back and, <laughs> Not 50 bucks. Me and my buddy were looking at it just like, that's it? All right, let's get out of here. 50 bucks. Cool. Let's go. (laughs) Like, meanwhile, in their heads, God, $50. Like, you know, like, God, we got to ask these guys for like three grand. Oh, Oh, man. I don't know if they're going to have it, you know. Uh, There's a video of me, like, on a really early, early Blackberry phone, like one of the early models that had a camera on it and I was just like filming myself a little bit doing like kind of early vlog style and it was like yeah it was pretty fun I relive that moment <laughs> that's funny <laughs> uh, 
So I want to I want to move on to some stories. We've been telling moving we've been on. Telling, we've been telling stories for about for about an hour. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, but um, so. All right, we talked about Morrissey. We talked about Margaret Taylor Greene's Klan party. Um, I just think this is a funny thing. I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but uh, there is there is a so there's this let's call let's call them a content creator, and I'm going and I'm and I'm going to use them even though I doesn't really even though I don't really feel like that applies to them because they made an issue out of the they them thing, uh, and I believe they they did it disingenuously. Um, and you guys are perfectly, perfectly fine to be mad at me about that. I just, I, I, I'm calling bullshit on this person. Trish Paytas, I think is her last name. Uh, I mean, it's spelled P-A-Y-T-A-S. I don't know. Paytas, 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 um, (laughs) whatever. Uh, Trish is, uh, just a trashy, mean, um, gross individual just as a person just as a person um they've been in trouble on tiktok for uh posting um scantily clad photos where that were there there was there was some lip showing on the side Uh, side lip yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. um which is not okay on tiktok uh they also posted a picture of themselves uh bent over uh showing their butt to the camera and there was um, there was toilet paper in their asshole, and it was supposed to be a <laughs> sexy photo. I mean, to each their own, but and wrong platform. Just, <laughs> so we're, you know, so like, we're just starting off. We're just we're just starting off here. This is just this is just the iceberg, right? All right. Um, so where where a lot of people know Trish from now it, that are in kind of more this universe podcast universe is. They are uh, married to the brother of um, Ela Klein. Do you know Ethan and Ela Klein? They do uh, H three. No, H three H three podcast, yeah. and oh, they're a big, they're a big deal, big deal, and they okay. were a big deal on YouTube for a long time. They were some of the earlier YouTube. Ethan Klein was, and then he met Ela. The name uh, sounds so in familiar. Israel. Hmm. I bet you would know them if you if you saw them. Have you ever seen yep. like the the vape nation sketches and stuff like that, where he dresses up real dorky and goes into a All vape right. store and it's like oh, being just really a vape guy, you know? And he's like vape nation, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Easy so he was known for that type of stuff, <laughs> and then they started a podcast. So somehow, somehow, this Trish garbage person is uh, married to Ela's brother and has been like consistently underhandedly mean to Ela keeps bringing her up when she's not around just clear clearly for anybody who's known a person like this just clearly trying to start static for the sake of her own ego and feeling like she has leverage and she's this is the type sorry they this is the type of person that feels bigger by making other people around them feel small and I've watched them do it in numerous times right nevertheless they have a very large following um and I'll just, I mean, dude, speaking of people that could hear dog whistles clearly, like if you take a look <laughs> at this fucking pro, why anybody is paying money to see anything sexual with this person. And we're, we're going to get in further into this in a second. Right. So here's, here's how this now relates to Joe Rogan. Uh, Cause what the fuck does he have to do with any of this? <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I, I like Joe Rogan generally overall. I appreciate yeah. what 
seems to be trying to do. <clears throat> right. Um, I appreciate him trying to uh, give a voice to different sides. A lot of people don't appreciate that. Um, do I think he always does the best job of it that anybody could do? No, I think he's probably doing the best job he can. Um, he says yeah. stuff I disagree with. Sometimes sure. he follows stories that are bullshit. I think Same. he gives a little bit too much. I think he gives a little bit too much leeway to some of the right side arguments that are cl- that are clearly that to, to me are easy to shoot down. Yeah, um, and are destructive. But whatever. Some of them. Right. But what I but what I what I've always said about him is this is is yeah. Every once in a while, he's gonna say some stuff. People are like, "Oh, but fucking Joe Rogan." Sometimes he says stuff. It sounds like he's like a middle-aged meathead white guy, and I'm like, "He is. He is. <laughs> he is. Exactly, that's exactly what he is." Yeah. But for being, but for being a wealthy meathead jock white guy, pretty progressive. Oh yeah, so, yeah, so I, yeah. So I try to take it. So I just say it to say that I I always try to. I mean, it is with anybody, but like just applying this to him, I try to, I try to remember that he's, he can only approach the topics he's approaching from the perspective that he was born into slash created for himself. He's, he's always going to be a white meathead, a white male meathead, right? He can't help but be that it's who he is. So if he has a perspective on racism what's going to be a white middle-aged meathead perspective on racism (laughs) like yeah so we take that as what it is right um that being said i you know i'm not gonna say i give him a pass Uh, you know i definitely like in my mind hold him accountable when he says some you know shit that's not correct or 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 whatever um but i think people i think people give him a hard time where it's undue sometimes right anyway so so moving on he did an episode with Ali Makovsky, who's another uh, comedian, uh, young female comedian. And somehow they got on the subject of Trish. And um, she was talking about how she has an OnlyFans. She was talking about how Trish has an OnlyFans and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And they brought up a picture of her. And, and uh, they brought up a picture of her. And she's like, yeah, I've subscribed to her OnlyFans. And Joe goes, yeah, you can keep that. <laughs> he goes, you see that? Yeah. I don't. I do not want to yeah. see that naked. No. It's okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all he said. Mm-hmm. That's he not body shaming. That's make, just showing personal preference. He didn't yeah. make a comment about her weight. Right. He didn't make a you know and 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 uh you know I'll 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 put it this way because she she then came out oh he body shamed me <laughs> and he called me she he misgendered me because that's the type of person Joe Rogan is and and see he's this is the type of problematic white male and because i actually identify as non-binary and he called me she and you sell your pussy on the internet <laughs> as a woman i you, <sighs> So it's like, I mean, sure, you want to identify as non-binary, identify as non-binary, but like, if that's the first I heard of it, how is somebody who doesn't who doesn't follow you, how are they supposed to know that you identify as something that you do not present as if you do not say it, right? So like, if you do not make that publicly known, not like, it's like, it's like, it's like right, if but you, it's, it's like if yeah. you right now referred to me as being black and I got mad. And said, well, actually, I don't identify as that. You'd be like, well, I've known you for seven years, and this is the first time I'm hearing about it. So could you tell me before you call me a bigot, please? <laughs> you know? yeah. So there's, there's that aspect okay. of it. And then two, 
just to just to verify to validate his point i love fat women i am into fat women my girlfriend is fat i like fat women Trish is one of the ugliest dog-faced pony soldiers I've ever seen in my fucking life. She, she right. looks like she looks like she she gets into a tanning salon and covers up everything but her cleavage. Like right. she, yeah. she looks like she's seventy-eight percent saline. Like she, dude. Sorry, they they look like. The, they look like they have more salt we're definitely intake, in an interesting place you know? where it's like you know i i i, I can hmm i i i understand the struggle when we've been kind of um programmed to definitely um we've been trained we've been programmed to uh, say the yes sirs and the no ma'ams and to um, identify gender by looks, you know, very quick, very quickly with people. And because it's just really baked into our language and our culture at a very, you know, sort of fundamental level. And I can see how people are struggling with that. But at the same time, you know, it's, I think, I think what, what people are asking just to play devil's advocate here, I guess, or to, just to kind of try to see if I can, you know, bridge the gap there. It's just like, I think they're just asking that people maybe not make the assumption right away. And that's, that's difficult when there's so much reinforcement, uh, in those, so what is that? in the, in the gender binary, you know, that. here would be my question to that. What is not, what, what does not making the assumption look like <clears throat> in terms of, Right. What would that so, I, so yeah. for for me to for me to not make the assumption when speaking in the third person about somebody yeah I, I don't have prior knowledge of yeah. who does not who does not actively work to represent themselves in the public space in which they work by the way yes right this person has they have uh they have information about themselves everywhere they're on numerous yeah. platforms yeah. On, this is the first thing i've seen about they're upset about not being called they uh and this is this is so so it's like okay you know people so have a problem with being called they too have. even transitioning or people that uh, are non-binary like there are some people who don't want to be called they even if you don't know how to refer to them you know like i've heard that one too i've heard people kind of get upset about being referred to as people they. Are seasons are <laughs> what's that right yeah some people are zizims are some people are right right you know a, a combination some right. people are like well i'm she him well i'm he i'm you know whatever um so so you know or i'm she whore she she whore she her or zizim like but not they uh so yeah right and know, so my, yeah. my my if i were to have a rational conversation with them about this which i wouldn't because i don't believe that they are a rational or well-meaning or genuine person which is my point about this right yeah, yeah you're just you got mad because joe said you were ugly he has yeah. a right to do that yeah people can think that you ever anyone's allowed to think that you're unattractive people can call me ugly people have all of my right. life is she trying to take action though? Like, is she trying to take action other than like a tweet or just like being like, ah? Uh, no, <laughs> no, she's just trying to get her name. In. He's yeah, start, they're just trying to get their name. Right, it's the they're it's the Rogan bump. Like, the, the more she can milk this Rogan exactly. situation, is just like <laughs> good exposure. Exactly, and, and if they can shit on someone else while they do it, and yeah. all the better. And here's the other reason I call bullshit on Trish uh, Paytas is because they go out of their way 
to defame, demean, down talk, condescend, insult yeah. anybody, mm-hmm. anybody who does, who opposes them, who criticizes them. I mean, any of that stuff. When yeah. when when people came at mm-hmm. her on TikTok, going or came at them on TikTok, like, hey, some of the stuff you're posting on TikTok is not appropriate for TikTok. And we, the TikTok community, the people using this app, we're yeah. disgusted by you. Yeah. We don't want to see this. Take it somewhere else. You better believe that was met with nasty, side-handed, backhanded, mean commentary. Sure. So, no, I don't want to hear this crap. You're you are what you're projecting. You're you're the bigot. You're the loser. You're the jerk. You're yeah. Yeah. you're the mean person. Yeah. You're the inconsiderate asshole that is encroaching on other people's you know, uh, uh, comfort and, and well-being and all sorts of stuff. And, and I'll tell you this, the reason I brought up, um, their connection to H3 is that they were on the H3 podcast with Ethan and Ethan was going, you know, Hey, I, you know, I, I, you could tell Ethan was doing his best to be kind, respectful, respectful and professional with her. Okay. But at one point she brought up Hila who was not there. And Ethan said very calmly, very respectfully, Hey, just want to bring this up now. Hila asked that we don't talk about her on the podcast. He, she asked that we do not bring her up while she's not here. Ah. And that could have been, a, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. And keep it moving. No, 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 no. We got to make an issue out of this. Well, why? Well, is she, well, she hates me. She hates me. No, Hila doesn't hate you. Uh, and she'd like you to stop saying that about her when she's not in the room on podcasts. <laughs> You're, you're her brother's wife. She's trying to treat you like family. I treat you like family because right. of her. Right. And we're cool. I don't dislike you. We don't dislike you. We like you. But she's become a little uncomfortable with yeah. you consistently bringing her up when she's not around on public shows and and suggesting that she says, does, or feels certain things that she doesn't agree is true. And that turned into, then she got nasty with him and started insulting both of them. Um, but you know, in that underhanded, mm, I'm just, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. well, if you're just, <laughs> and so finally he was like, I'm ending this. You need to go and kicked right. her out. All right. So that's what kind of person he is. So when I saw this pop up, I'm like, go fuck yourself, go fuck yourself with some more toilet paper in the butt, take pictures of it and try to make money. You piece of shit. Like, <laughs> so, Good gosh. uh, I hate to do. I hate to do this again. I have to pee yeah. one more time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we should, we should wrap after that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But so, yeah, I, you know, what I was saying is that um, the the defense in their, so the defense of Derek Chauvin in their closing arguments, they yep. played a number of body cam videos that I guess weren't seen before that showed what happened before Derek Chauvin arrived on the scene uh yeah. and they say that the videos show that um that george floyd was resisting and that because because chauvin knew floyd was already resisting that he knew he was going to have to come in and use excessive uh, excess force um which first of all i bu- bullshit right uh unless he's Unless he was actively attacking or fighting the officers, that doesn't even make any sense, right? Yeah. Unless he, unless they knew he, unless he was brandishing a weapon, like even if he was fist fighting the police officers, there were what yeah. four officers, including Derek Chauvin, yeah. right? So there were three officers there before he got there, mm-hmm. up to three, probably at least two. Um, 
you got two on one and 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 the and the on one is on is on one he's on pcp right <laughs> right but like a low low level of it so it's like he's not going to get like pcp strength and punch his hand through a window which by the way was just one of those drug myths in the 80s that wasn't really real um but no he's just going to be a little slow and he has an enlarged heart and he's 46 this man does not want to fight right he knows better he doesn't want to fight and if you look at him in the videos he's going he's going hey hey whoa hey where are we going like there's a pleading sound to his voice. So I don't buy that bullshit. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't buy it either. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. And well, and what I was saying before is, is what it looked like to me. And I didn't see the videos in full. But what it looked like to me from the little pieces that I saw in whatever new show I was watching is that they just kind of, he was in what, like a barbershop or some shit when they, when they yeah, came to arrest so. him. Uh, and they just, they just roll up on him inside mm-hmm. the place where he was and just grab him and just, all right, come with us. And let me tell you, as a black man, what happens in your mind when that happens to you is if I let them take them, take me with them, not only might I die, but nobody will know what happened to me. And they'll uh, be able to cover it up and say I did whatever, whatever, right. whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. It happened it's like to me at a kidnapped. concert. It's ha- it, it has happened to me a number of times where they just right. go, all right, you're coming with us. And you go, and you go, well, why? Yes. Just yes. come with us. We need to talk to you. Yeah. About what? Just come with us. We need to talk to you. And the more they don't want to tell you why, yep. the more the fear builds inside of you. I've had uh, yeah, because you're going, oh, y'all just want to whoop up on me. Yeah. Yeah. I had it happen to me uh, at a at a concert once. Yeah. Um, where I was trying to manage my drunk friends who were kind of being unruly. I actually yep. switched seats with one guy who was with us because he kept bumping into the girl in front of him. Yep. Now I switched with him. She turned around and saw me and, a, and and then later was saying that I hit her, that I was punching her from behind yep, because exactly. black guy I must be punching. Her, right. Yep. <laughs> so, so then security <sighs> shows up about 30, about 30 big Italian guys, which, you know, in Philly, they don't only really like us. Um, and I right. know that because they will shout it at you while you're walking down the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, this was a nice neighborhood before the mother moved in and fucked it up. You know, um, they let you know, we don't like you. Um, for one reason. And so they roll up on me. All right, you just come, you just got to come with us. We need to, we need to talk to you. I go, uh, about what? Just come with us. We need to talk to you. So I go, uh, look, this is my favorite band. This is nine snails. This is my favorite band. I paid 50 bucks for these seats. Uh, they just started throwing their second song. So you're going to have to tell me why I need to get up and leave the concert. I paid 50 bucks for you just need to come with us. Right. Next thing I know they're grabbing me and they're just taking me. They're not asking. They're just Holy taking, shit. Me. they're mm-hmm. just taking me out. Wow. And they're punching me and they're slamming me against walls <clears throat> and they call me black bitch, call me N-word bitch, and and all sorts, all sorts of stuff. Oh my god. All sorts of stuff. How do you want how you want this to go? How do you well, how do you want to do this? What? You want to you, you want to get roughed up? You want oh you are you a tough guy? Are you a tough guy? And I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> and they wow. eventually ejected me from the show. But I, I bring that up to say yeah. that yeah, your reaction is why? Why? Where are we going? Exactly. Natural reaction. Exactly. Not, you're not resisting arrest. You're right. resisting strangers trying to abduct you. Right? So yeah. again, right. No, it ha- no, like no obviously it didn't happen war. to me because of my skin tone or anything like that, but uh I had a very, very similar situation happen to me at a bar where you know, two bouncers come up to me randomly. I'm sitting like with my friends at the table. I haven't done anything out of the ordinary. I'm like 
really just being pretty relaxed and reserved, like singing. We're like at a piano bar, like singing songs. And the fucking bouncers come up to me and they're just like, stand up. And I'm like, excuse me? (laughs) Like, they're like, stand up, you're out. And I was just like, what happened? What did I do? You guys going to tell me what what I did? And they're like, and I was like, I have a tab at the bar. Do I need to pay my tab? Like, what the fuck? You know, like, doesn't matter. You need to leave. And then waitress comes over. She's like, oh, he does have his tab. He needs to pay his tab. And she, and, and it turns out she thought I had like touched her or something. That was her story. Like the waitress thought, I had touched, I didn't touch anybody. I touched nobody. Right. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, yeah, got, I got exit. I had to, but you know, I had to like explain to my friends. I'm like, you know, I feel like, I feel like, especially when, when there's like potentially a sexual assault claim coming too. I'm just sitting here like, wait, what? No, I'm sitting here with my girlfriend and her best friend and his, and you think I'm going to sexually assault somebody right here in the middle of the crowd? I'm sitting here like this dude, I'm just sitting here like reserved and just with my, people and like i'm not doing anything i'm new to this town i'm not even from here like fuck dude i'm scared out of my mind like what's going on yeah anyway i'm lucky that uh nothing happened outside of that other than just like getting kicked out it just feels like shit i can i know what it feels like to you know to feel that uh similarly and that's not the same as uh it being about like something you can't change like your skin tone or something but it sounded very similar when the girl like thought you had done something to her and i'm like oh i know what that feels like <laughs> get falsely accused of some shit yeah and then kicked out of a bar or kicked yeah, out of a it's concert it's like oh wow that's really familiar <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah absolutely it's a it's a it's a it's a terrifying feeling anyway to to have that happen to especially to be you know accused of something like that um yeah yeah i would i would wager that there that there is a and i'm not saying this to take away from yours from yours at all uh from your sure. experience at all but I, I would wager there's an extra piece on that just knowing in the back of your head the history of of you know black men and white women in this country oh yeah um, i didn't have to worry about anything oh, else and, like uh, I, ab- ab- about really anything else yeah, you don't have to worry about like a to kill a mockingbird situation <laughs> yeah i don't think yeah I, yeah they're not gonna like post up their friend outside to like follow me or some shit they're not you know and it's not gonna be this like you know run me out of town kind of deal you know what i mean they just want me out of that bar i was more worried more worried about you know uh, she's gonna say I, I i did this and 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 a she's saying i did it because I, i'm i'm the dark face and and that's yeah. that's one of those weird like shades of racism that it's hard to hard to pin down and hard yeah. to convince people of that don't get it so there's sometimes where i'm like oh that was fucking racism and then white sure. people are looking at me like how do you think that right exactly uh, I, you know uh, uh a, a job situation in the in recent years where mm-hmm. um you know i well, i was accused of of uh of doing some things that uh, certainly if i had done them would be grounds for dismissal and would be <laughs> you know uh proof of uh some some really poor judgment at the very very least if not some uh some intentionally bad decisions and and you know uh nefarious intent but there was no nothing to suggest that I'd done what this person accused me of doing, uh, and right, right. as far as I'm concerned, they it was their their finger pointed to me first because I'm the one with the darker skin, sure. um, because that's just you just come to know that that people simply assume that you are a worse person than everyone around you yeah, when yeah. you're when you're black. 
Yeah. Um, so sometimes it's not that they're calling you a slur or saying something about their ra- about your race. It's just that when shit goes down, you're the first one people are looking at. Sure. Always, always, sure. always, always. So there's, you know, so yeah, there was that first of just like, oh, somebody bumped into her. Therefore, I must have punched her in the back. Mm, uh, and then mm-hmm. and then followed by, well, she said it was true about you. So it must be. Therefore, we now have the right to do X, Y, Z. Uh, and I'm telling you, before that night ended, I'd been beaten up. I'd been handcuffed. I'd been put in a paddy wagon. Yeah. Um, I'd been told that, all, you know, all sorts of scary stuff. You know, no one's ever going to see you again. Uh, you know, you ready to die today. You're you're spending tonight in a cell. You want to leave here on a stretcher. You, blah, blah, blah. I mean, everything oh they could think of to terrify, humiliate, and right. and damage me in any way they said and did. Sure. Um, and then finally, I started calling and talking to fans. Like and started asking for names and badge numbers, which at first they laughed at me, Uh, but I was persistent and eventually they let me go because they didn't have anything on me. Um, There was nothing to arrest me over, but they, they, they definitely made an example out of me. Um, So, yeah. So I'm just saying, I understand. I understand, uh, uh, you know, anybody, any, anybody, First of all, and especially any black person and especially any black male responding to, you know, uniformed numerous men grabbing your arms and trying to pull you somewhere of, uh-uh, you're going to have to tell me why first. Uh, you're going to have to explain to me what it is I did, where yeah. you're taking me and yeah. why. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. what the conditions are when get there before I go anywhere with you. Because what this I is, know as a black man is that you right. are going to tell me that you have rights and leniencies that you don't have, hoping that I'll just follow. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You know? It's one of those times where, you know, private security guards have a lot of uh, leniency in the United States that don't um, – really line up with the expectations of like police officers, for instance. And then there's also like private property rights that people seem to blur into like, like appropriate ways to treat somebody that you're accusing of something where they haven't gone to court. They haven't actually had their day in court with this thing that you're accusing them of, but you're, you're manhandling them and violating their rights just because you're on private property. And this guy's a security guard and that they're able to, to just make a decision in the moment based on a complaint and then physically violate your rights to remove you, you know, before they can give you an explanation before you can, actually like make any sort of uh before you can even ask like what what are you even doing like what why why are you removing me then they've already got their hands on you and they're removing you that's all of that is a violation of human rights and i think that kind of shit needs to get investigated much more often than it currently does because i've seen it happen and i've questioned that my entire life going to concerts i'm like how is this fucking right how how do people get treated this way I questioned that. I questioned that until until I spent a good amount of time working for uh, clubs and venues, um, and then you see how routine it is I, for yeah. somebody to get to get belligerent 
and yes. violent and yes. believe that they have the right to behave however they want. Well, I um, get that. I get that. I, mean, I get I, that. You know, dude, I've been, I, I've, 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 been, I've been the valet working out front. I've been oh. standing with the security guard. I've been asked to help in these situations. I know what it's like to be on both sides of the argument. And I'm still thinking, yeah, yeah. wow, there's a lot of room for error here. <laughs> you know, there's a lot well, of room thinking, for misidentifying well, the person. Like in your situation, well, I, yeah, where it's like a switcheroo I, I don't, I don't plus you're black. It's like you. fuck. <laughs> yeah, and I don't disagree with you at all. I just I, I I get I get how that happened. I just get how 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 you know event staff <clears throat> were given that kind of leeway under the law, uh, and part of that has to do with you know our whole free market capitalism ideal that we have in this country of, well, certain things yeah. the market will take care of, right? So the idea is that well, if you're mistreating people. Well, that's going to come back on you, right? That word is going to travel. You're going to get sued or you're going to get boycotted or people are just going to stop doing business with you. And that is true if you treat certain segments of the population that way. But what they were banking on is I'm not the person they have to worry about. I'm not going to convince anybody else. What? I'm going to tell a bunch of, hey, they're racist and they treat me wrong. And they're going to go, whatever, and keep going, right? Um and, you know, especially back in, this was like 2005, they're racist. So what? Okay. <laughs> you know? Um, so, so I'm just, you know, yeah, wow. I, was, I was just yeah. saying that just to say that I just completely, I completely understand how he would have reacted in the way that he appeared to be reacting. You got, right. Uh, right. you know, uniform police and this guy yeah. had been messed, messed around with by the police officers a lot in his life for, for anybody, Chauvin. including a, a black person. Particularly right, Chauvin. and particularly Chauvin. Now, Chauvin wasn't even there yet, but I'm sure he he anticipated he was probably uh, uh, on his way. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah. So, but still, either either way, you get a bunch of people in uniform. You're a black guy. You get a bunch of people in uniform trying to haul you off somewhere. Absolutely, you're you're not just going to go okay. And when you don't know what it's for and you haven't done anything wrong, you're going to go. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Um, so now. Um, so now here's where, where, where I am. So, so that was, so that was what was the, uh, the defense's closing statements was related to that. Oh, he was, he was struggling. He was resisting. Derek Chauvin knew that when he showed up and that's why he knew he had to use enough force to murder a man. Um, fucking great argument defense. Really, really good. Uh, and then, (laughs) but here's who I'm really going to roast is actually the prosecution. And I know that doesn't sound like who I should be roasting, right? But this is what, this was in the uh, mm-hmm. prosecutors, uh, one of the prosecutors. And of course, they brought up a, a black prosecutor, right, to drive it home, uh, whose uh, name was Jared Blackwell. I'm like, dude, did you guys like pick this guy for his name and color? <laughs> Mr. Blackwell would like to say some black words about blackness. Uh, <laughs> and and he said, I, dude, this like, this like pissed me off. He's like, we are told that Mr. Floyd died because his heart was too big, which uh, yeah <laughs> is bullshit. Uh, told he died because his heart was too big. But that's fucked up. <laughs> having seen the evidence, seen the but we've seen the evidence. Having seen all the evidence, we know the truth. We know the truth that that Mr. Floyd died not because his heart was too big, but because Derek Chauvin's heart or Mr. Chauvin's heart was too small. I was like, what is this guy? The fucking Grinch? Like, what are you? And his heart grew three sizes that day. And he gave the presents to the 
I wanted to say yeah. No, and then and then the presence to the Who's and Who's and the Whoville felt gay. But Dude, then that, that kind of language, shrink. that language right there, Not might have worked lacked. about fifty Same years ago. By killing a black. Yeah, that's some old fifty-year-old like, fucking like. We gotta sweet it up. We gotta make it blah blah. His no, dude, that was just. Uh, that's not. That's not. That's not the way that the world is right now. The world is like. Have you? I mean, no. have any of y'all seen Twitter? He died because, have died you because seen Chauvin Twitter was too small. <laughs> he died because he died because he died because Chauvin understood the truth about the system that he works for, which is that it protects people like him at all costs, specifically against people like me at all costs. Uh, that's what he understood. That has nothing to do about his individual heart, because let me tell you, there right. are some human beings with yeah. big hearts as human beings that make equally bad decisions when they're working on the force because the force is corrupt. It's not about good cops and bad cops as individuals. It's about an entire it's about an entire system of quote unquote law enforcement that began as slave capture that we only have because we had slave capturers. Yep. Um, and yeah, so it's still doing its job. Derek Chauvin, he did, he didn't, uh, he, he absolutely did not respond. He did not use his training. He wasn't trained to do any of that. Yes. The fuck he was. That's exactly what they're trained to do. They're Correct. trained to lock up black people under any cost. And if they yep. can't lock them up, just kill them. And, and if you're worried that, you know, you're going to be under fire for killing him, just just yell taser when you pull the trigger and then oh go, oh, my Oops. God. Oh, shit, oh, I shot him. I thought it was um, the taser. Shit. Man, yeah. what a dumbass. Oh, no. It's a, what a dumbass. Oh, my God. Oh, no. It's an, it's an, it's an, it's an automatic taser. <laughs> Did you a, see where oh, Newsmax, Newsmax came out and, and defended the, uh, the, the police officer who is now, has been, now been fired and charged? Uh, they defended her by, yeah. They defended her by saying it. It still was potentially an appropriate time for use of force, <laughs> use of deadly force. Anyway, even though she made the comment, it still would have been appropriate for deadly use of force. It's like, oh my god, you guys. Well, of course, like she yeah. she resigned. She Again. made the statement. Well, she was wrong, and she's been fired and charged. And you guys are still going out there as a news group making. Course. opinionated comments like that like who who of is not course. reading through the fucking of lines course. here at all because, like there's because it is ah. the job it is the news media's <laughs> job to protect the narrative of the status quo yeah. the news's yeah. job is to reinforce the idea that our way of living is the <clears> right <throat> way the best way and that anything that challenges that way is yeah. bad yeah. even if it challenges it in the name of equality in the name of justice in the name of law in the name of equity in the name of the betterment of the country if it challenges the status quo narrative it is bad if it takes money out of the pockets of rupert murdoch it is mm -hmm. bad if it gives Gannett offset any less control of the media it is bad if it gives food to the hands of people that don't work for monsanto it is bad. It's bad because <laughs> because that's where all the bad going. Bad. Don't eat don't eat, a, don't eat organic food. Going organic food's bad. It can be bad. Uh, <laughs> but bad. Don't do don't do vegetables. I'm going. <laughs> so um, especially the eggplant. Eggplant. But yeah, bad. dude. Fucking. It gets, it's inappropriate. Mm -hmm. But I just I just I just hate the shit out of that out of that that final. Come on, man. We're we're. Yeah, dude, where are we drive right the, now? Drive it, drive it, drive it home with some reality. Right yeah. now, 
Yeah. Driving home with some hard, cold, stone cold reality. That's what the world needs right now. Stone cold reality. We don't need sugar coating, fluff it up and make it all pretty and lovey and dubby and go fuck yourself, old man. That's that's a boomer right there. That's a fucking boomer. That's a goddamn boomer talking. No. Fuck that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lump in all boomers with them. Because you know, you know who else is a boomer? And as a matter of fact, well, I'm going to prove you wrong because you know who else is a boomer. And as a matter of fact, he mm. is born the exact same date as my father. Mm-hmm. Um, same day, same year, everything, right? Mm-hmm. Is Al Jorgensen from Ministry. Good mm-hmm. old Uncle Al. And uh, let me tell you yeah. what, even as he was getting into middle age and into late middle age, when uh, when Occupy was going down, Al's, Al's posting new videos talking about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninety-nine percent. It's like Al Jorgensen uh, right, is the real right, deal. Right, right, right. He drinks too much and he's kind of a piece of shit, but he's the real deal. Uh, no, I don't know if he's a piece of shit. He's, uh, he's just a crazy person. But but this guy is still is still committed to that narrative. Uh, he, you know. He was one of those one of those late baby boomers on the edge of on the edge of Gen X that got it and still gets it and you know didn't sell out his ideals and still talks that shit yeah. um, and is still you know trying to stick it to the man. So I you know I I reject I fundamentally reject the the line in the sand approach to uh, generational differences because because that's an old generational narrative. Right. You know what I mean? If we're going to really if we're going to really break apart from the boomers, I say mm. we should abandon okay boomer because that's a boomer type of thing to do. To go, you don't fucking get us, man. You're, you know, um you're he crimes. Nah, nah there's there's different. Nah, there's boomer activity. There's specifically boomer activity. It, it, it's it's activity that comes from their generation. Sure, I'm just saying it's, it's not across the board. I'm just I'm just saying that here's what I'm saying. And I'm okay with the trend of generation after generation hating on the previous generation, but uh, in this particular case, like, you know, <laughs> I'm not okay with that trend because it's it, it because I, I'm okay with it being at the to some degree to some degree, but the second we were just like, oh, old people are useless. I mean, that's that's pretty toxic and destructive. But uh, but I think so we can we can poke on previous generations like at, to a degree, but you know, sure, like throwing it, throw, sure. don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know what I mean? That's, I think that's what I, I think that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I I think I'm just I think I'm just saying this is this is what I this is what I find right because it's like you know I notice as I'm getting older that I find myself at odds with some of the narratives of younger generations, and then I hear them talk about all millennials. Right. Well, millennials, this and millennials, that fucking millennials, old ass millennials, dorky ass millennials, selfish millennials, selfish, whiny, bitchy, fucking complaining millennials. And and I was like, and I had to like sit and think, you know, and I wanted to be like fucking stupid Gen Z, bitchy, whiny ass. You don't fucking get it. And wait till you're older. And I went, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. When they say when these young underdeveloped people. Right. Say this stuff. Who are they talking about? Right. Are they talking about me specifically? They might think they are. I don't think they are. I think they're talking about all those kids I went to school with who I couldn't stand back then either. I couldn't stand them either. I think they're talking about all those people in their 30s and 40s who tell you what house they're in. I can't stand them either. Yeah. I think they're talking about all the people <laughs> who watch Doctor Who like it's a good show. I can't stand them yeah. either. Mm. It's not for <laughs> the TARDIS. You're a TARDIS, okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, it looks like uh, verdict's in. 
verdicts in? Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I was just uh, count just one, count two, count, count one, three, guilty. guilty. Count three, guilty. Oh. Hey. You, you motherfucker. Oh, it's shit. And dude, on 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 four twenty, no less. This is a, this, this makes this the best. It's the it's best it's it's uh it's sure. it's uh Doge Day. Brandon, it's, only the one. it's Doge Day. It's also it uh Day? it's also Melissa and I's uh, anniversary today, wedding anniversary today. <laughs> oh, wedding! I was we, like, for a second, we, I was like, no, it's not. Yeah. Anniversary is the same time, but you're married and I'm not, so that's. You're <laughs> <laughs> it's so we we actually we have two official anniversaries every year because our meeting was so awesome and so important and so memorable for us. We uh, we celebrate it at the burn um, also, and then we also just kind of have like the day that we honor, like the day we actually like did the paperwork and got married, which was 420 <laughs> and, and is now D- right. Doge day, awesome. which I think is amazingly appropriate. But, uh, well, I'll, I'll, he, I'll, he looks I'll, like I'll he's actually on, surprised. Uh, oh yeah. I'm glad I'm kind of not watching it live, I guess, you know, cause I'd be too yeah. into it. Well, I bet he is surprised. <laughs> I bet he is surprised during, during, uh, the prosecution's, uh, uh, yeah, closing statements. He, uh, or sorry, the defense's closing statements. He took off his mask to face the jury. It's like, yeah, dude, that's dude. not going to make you look more relatable. Like, have you seen your own face? Like, right. you look like a mean, murderous motherfucker. Like, you don't look like a nice guy. I'm not going to, oh, you know, he's just like Uncle Buck. You know, like, right. no, man. Like, it's like fucking, I mean, and you're not like, he's not like a good looking dude. Like, you're right. not even Ted Bundy good looking. By the way, was not that good looking. Everyone's like, he was such a good looking guy. He was fucking weird looking. He looked way off. Dude. Dude had a, some people have a lazy eye. That guy had a lazy eye socket. You understand? Oh like one of them gosh. was up here. Um, Derek he, Chauvin is—he's an ugly motherfucker. He's got a busted right, face, man. He hit that ugly tree all the way down, every single branch, and then he climbed back up that motherfucker and hit him on the way back up too. Then they cut the tree down and he just face planted into the ground. They're—they're they're walking him out in handcuffs right now. Oh, that's beautiful. Bastard. That's something I should watch. Yeah. Convicted on all three. So. There you go. Hell yeah. All three wow. counts. Wow. Wow, dude. But that's bullshit. But that's bullshit. But that's bullshit. But that's bullshit. Right? The fact that we're even surprised? No. No, 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 no. The charges. The oh. charges are bullshit. Unintentional murder and manslaughter? Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Right. Third it's hard. Unintentional it's- murder and manslaughter. What was the third one? It, it's hard. I think it was maybe second and third degree unintentional murder and manslaughter. Yeah. He meant to kill that man. Yeah, he I meant think so. to kill that man. I think you that's lean true. on someone's neck for nine and a half minutes, you are trying to choke them out. It doesn't take that long to choke somebody out with your hands. You can choke them out in like 45 seconds. Right. You were right. trying to kill that man. And yep. I believe, I, I said this before, he had so many run-ins with, 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 uh, with, with Floyd. I think he was trying to kill him partly to silence him. I don't know if he like went into that going, I'm going to shut this guy up. But I think maybe it crossed his mind while he was like, should I let him up? Mm. Mm. Nah, I shouldn't let him up. Because if I let him up, I'm going to be on the hook for this and everything else I've done to this guy. I mean, in the video, you can see the people are like, yo, dude, he's like, you know, he's, he's he said now, he's dying. Like, he's dying. They said he's, he's dying. dying. He's dying. He's like peeing on himself. You know, so, you know, there's, there's plenty of evidence that he was out. So it's like to say that, um, 
that he, you know, that any of that was reasonable. It's just no, none of it was reasonable. Not realistic. None of it was. None of it was. None of it was reasonable. And I, and I don't. And uh, I let's don't see. Think he was second degree murder. Third degree murder. Second degree manslaughter. So he got second degree and third degree murder. Um, right. First degree second is degree when you have degree, deliberate they, intent. They, yeah. First degree murder is like murder. In the, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 First degree murder is you premeditated it. Second degree murder is a murder of passion. But I and maybe I misheard it wrong. But I thought they were saying. I thought they said second degree unintentional murder and third degree unintentional murder. Potentially. Um, yeah. And and which I wasn't aware of that as the charge, but um, I bet Twitter's going. You know, again, maybe I misheard it. Shit, right now. Oh my god. Good. Hey, let's uh, let's get out of here. I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, let's wrap it. Yeah. Here, here was a. I, I really wanted to. I really wanted to put this joke in there because. Uh, it was one of the one of the few that I actually wrote ahead of time, <laughs> yeah, but sure. just about about that prosecutor Jared Blackwell, uh, with the we were told he died because his heart was too big. Now we know he died because Chauvin's heart was too small. Oh my like God. yeah, fuck. Like first of all, fuck you with the Dr. Seuss. The dude is not the Grinch. He's a much a bigger. Mo- the Grinch had redeeming qualities. The Grinch got better at the end, right? And and the Grinch had some color. Okay, yeah, like okay. let's not. <laughs> Sure, it was green, color. but he's still a person of color to me. All yeah. right, green right. lives matter too. Um, <laughs> so do green leaves. But uh, and I, but but also, <laughs> he set up this whole little like Dr. Seuss rhyme. But I actually cut it down. There was like a paragraph in between heart too big and heart too small. Dude, I shorten that shit up. Here's how you make that argument, right? One racist, two racist, white racist, blue racist. That's it. That's all you needed to say. <laughs> that's my closing. That's my closing <laughs> statement. <laughs> I like that, dude. I'm trying to fucking refresh Twitter. It's fucking broken. Chauvin broke broke Twitter. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, Twitter's Twitter's it's not loading right now. Twitter's dumb. <laughs> no, that's yeah, hilarious. Twitter's dead. It died. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. This now now you want to talk about something breaking the internet? This will really break the internet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Not I'll Kim Kardashian's fake butt. This um, <laughs> real quick before before we get out before we get out on oh, the Doge thing is interesting is interesting too and uh, one time real quick hey uh, hey uh, uh, Robin Hood fuck you again yeah, fuck, man. for dropping the ball again God. at again one of the most important moments dude if y'all are on Robin Hood there's so in, many other sites out there's markets. Weeble oh my God there's so many there's so many yeah. Use another yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I literally at this point, I just use I just use that app to just watch the markets because it's pretty and it's got a good readout. Yep. But I don't actually have anything yep. in there. Yep. Everything is in something else. <laughs> yep. Some companies and are good with wallet, their... Coin wallet, Doge yeah. wallet, or some other shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's all oh in gosh. something else. Uh, and I just, yeah, I just use I just use Robinhood just to just to track the, you know, the market sure. movement. But uh sure. Man, I hope I I hope they go under fast and rapidly because you right. you dipshits. Um, yeah. So real quick before we go, I just want to check in with everybody in the uh, in the chat. Uh, I'm gonna read the last couple of things. Uh, a while ago, Dominic said, "Just goes to show there's no such thing as a racist-free blue city-state. They just sweep it under the rug, better and pretend they fixed everything." Yeah, that's what's called uh, the Northeast. That's. <laughs> You go to New York, they go, well, you know, New York is just so diverse. And then they're all, then they all treat you like garbage. Um, 
Lady T, mom, said it always feels like shit to be accused of something you didn't do, let alone all the other stuff that can come along with it. It happens way too often in the workplace. That is true. Uh, and then we started talking about the the uh, the, the the verdict. Um, Dom, DJ Escher, ended by saying, I'm doing a DJ set later tonight. If you want to tune in, I got to go get my partner's car from the store. Uh, we should definitely do that. He is DJ Escher uh, on on twitch um for those of you that are that are tuned in with us he does dark electronic uh industrial rock 80s synth pop synth wave dark wave cold wave uh all that kind of stuff if you like uh dark dreary dim depressing hits like i do and some deep cuts some stuff Mm -hmm. you might not have heard before some stuff from the 80s some stuff from right now some stuff from in between check out his set um you know that's 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 a good buddy of mine he's a very talented guy very very smart guy and just a just a good person, uh, and I'd love to support his Twitch. He says it starts yeah. at nine p.m. So starts at uh, nine. I'm gonna make sure, Dom, that I'm. Sounds in. good. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all. That's all I got. That's all I got. Nice, dude. Um, yeah. it's good to see you, man. It's good to see you. I'm sorry yeah, we can't do it in person today. I uh, made the request to do it at home. I got friends coming in, and like you know. Fucking, I don't know. It was kind of a chaotic. I, I, day. I was on baby duty most of the day, and I just—it uh, was tough to do the full setup. I think. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. No, 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 no worries. No worries at all. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll see you in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right anyway, yeah. I'll see you in a couple of days. Or yep. a couple of days. Um, yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, so, so okay. Well, to uh, to 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 round it off, um, this has been fun. Thank you guys for joining on Twitch. Uh, please, if it moves you to do so, hit that tip button. Send us a little something, something. Um, it, it will it will be uh, my only income at the moment. All support uh, is appreciated. Also, <laughs> yes. Um, DJ Astro says, "Hell yeah, great show, you guys. Thank you, man. Thank you very much, dude. Uh, Thank he he has supported everything I've done. By the way, he has supported my music. He supported my stand up from the beginning. I mean, my first stand up show, Dom Fuck was man. there." Uh, being awesome. a loud asshole in the back and 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 heckling and it was great. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, friend heckles are fun. Oh yeah, dude. Well, it's like you know, it's kind of all of our first outing at a comedy show, and he's just like you know, responding to stuff in the back. I'm like, hey, buddy, I appreciate you, but you can't, don't do that. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm like, that's those are my people. You hear those loud idiots <laughs> in the back? That's uh, that's my people. Thank you. That's, that's us. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It. If you uh, don't already uh, follow us on Twitch, please follow us. If you don't subscribe to us on Twitch, uh, that's another way to help us have the uh, the resources to keep going. If you are watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Uh, that helps us very much. If you click the notification button, you will see every time we upload a new episode, we do them every week. They all come out on Friday. If you are uh, listening on Spotify, follow us. If you're listening on Apple or Google, please rate and uh, review. If you're listening on TuneIn or Stitcher, I don't know how those work, uh, but thank you. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> uh, if you live in the Ukraine, thank you, especially. Apparently, you guys really like our comedy podcast, or I just got a real fake email from one guy that I decided to take way too seriously. Um, I think that's all of those things. Thank you guys very much. Oh, yeah. Follow our socials at the bottom here. Follow our socials. That yes, always yes, helps. Yes. Uh, I've got 
a I've got an online show that I'm doing with the hilarious Damon Subner. No, I didn't just say my name again, not Damian Turner, Damon Subner, although we have been called each other on about 50% of the shows that we've done together. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Mandel once call, bring Damon Sumner up as me. And then I was the next comic. And then he brought me up as Damon Sumner after he corrected himself the previous time. <laughs> the only time that happened. Uh, he's hilarious. an awesome guy. I can't wait to do his show. That's going to be on the 27th. So at the end of this week, uh, beginning of next week, actually. So a week from today. Um, I will post on my Instagram and on Facebook, uh, where that, where that is going to be and how you can get tickets to that. Um, and then, you know, stay with me on, stay with me on Instagram to see where the rest of, uh, where the rest of my appearances are going to be. My last thing is I know last week I promised that the, that bad news would be back up and out and running by today. I lied, but (laughs) all that graphic work that I said that I was going to do before the show was ready, ready. It is done. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, Bad News has gotten an overhaul. Oh I'm going to start mm. writing the next episode today. It should be out within the next week. Um, bear Dig with it. me. That's it's a, great. It's a, it's a long and arduous process, but I'm very excited to get back to it. It is time for some more Bad News, um, and I've got a YouTube channel for that there. Uh, find the link in the description on this YouTube and uh, check out the old episodes. All of season one is up and um, season two, like I said, is going to start uh, within the next week. So that's it for me. Thank Dope. you guys again. <laughs> Jason, thank you so much. Thank you, man. All of your hard work. I had a good time. Yeah. Same yeah, to you. Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm, I don't know. Should we just, we'll probably just end it right here and I'll uh, hit the end stream or I'll go to the end stream page. Okay. Yeah, yep. we'll go to the end stream page. Yep. Our, uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll that'll be it. Um, I know that we've, uh, you know, our original way that we were going to do this was to kind of like hang and 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 do a little extra time after the uh, regular show. Uh, that was before we realized that it takes us two and a half hours minimum to get through one of these. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna readdress that at some time in the near future. Yeah, I, I promise. Yeah, I pro- I promise. I mean it now as I'm saying it, and that uh, at sure. some point later I'll be like, oh yeah, that. all right buddy dude good talking to you thank you guys thank everybody at home thank you thank you thank you we love you guys thanks for trying the light roast definitely we'll see y'all soon bye